was, anyway, so I was backstage at this Tenacious D concert, and uh, this chap walks up to me, and he's like, um, there's been a leak. And then uh, Charles walks out. What's his name, Charles? <laughs> Charles who? Don't know. <laughs> Giles? What's his name? Giles. <laughs> Charles Giles. Yes. Not Kyle Gass. The American, the oh. American author, Charles Giles. <laughs> that, that Kyle guy came out. What's his name, Kyle? Kyle Gass. No, it was a water leak. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> And welcome to a very spooky episode of Fruck Unwrapped. My name is Count Natula, and tonight we're going to be discussing <laughs> Halloween. But first, if I had to compare compare him to a classic horry, horror... Oh, fuck <laughs> Take it again from the top. <laughs> Makes MJ's jokes look better now, doesn't it? Bloody hell. <laughs> Boo! And welcome to a very spooky episode of Fruck Unwrapped. My name is Count Natula. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, and tonight we're going to be discussing Halloween. But first, if I had to compare him to a classic horror monster, it would be Pennywise. Red hair, bit of a clown, and hangs around kids. It's Stuart Bullock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that, that might be one of my favourites. Uh, all accurate. Yeah, and I'll be honest, none of it's an insult. It's not. No, I'm not sure about. I prefer uh, rather than clown. I prefer chilled out entertainer. But (laughs) other than that, other than that, and I wish I had red hair. If anything, so I don't think being compared to one of Stephen King's characters could ever be considered an insult. No, exactly. Prolific writer Stephen. You've always you've Um, always reminded me of Kathy Bates. (laughs) Not a son master. That is dodgy foot. (laughs) <laughs> uh, how are you doing Stuart been a while since we chatted yeah I've, I've missed you to be fair um, it has been quite it's, it's, it's yeah. traumatic actually yeah. didn't you guys film a podcast not only last night but the night before as well no it's, no. Don't, no don't spoil the magic Michael um, oh you, sorry we don't, we don't film podcasts no you don't you record them audio medium um, I'm alright I'm going I'm, I'm having a couple of days away tomorrow oh where are you going going away um can't say. Not not hundred percent legal, is it? So don't want to can't get arrested. Can't say take. Can't say take it away. Can't say can't can't say take it away. Yeah, take me away yeah. if anything. Yeah, yeah. that's very true. Going to going uh, to York. Going to York for a couple of days. A couple of mm-hmm. nights. York. Jorvik Viking Centre. Learn some. Learn about Vikings history. Educational. Please please don't take this the wrong way. You've got a Viking look about you. So is this is this a, a hereditary thing? What having a Viking look about you? Well, I, I, there's plenty of people, but are, are you are you are you a, a, a Viking family? <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, we we like we like to divide our time equally between uh, rapaging, rapaging, raping, pillaging, and plundering. Um, <laughs> Should we take it from the top? Yeah. <laughs> so, <Boom! laughs> I, uh, I say, if there is any, if there are any other police listening, Sting, I've told you, leave us alone. We don't want you. Oh, who's the um the singer? <laughs> <laughs> I um so yeah, we're gonna do that. I'm assu- I, do you know what? I assu- I've never done one of those ancestry tests. At some point, I will. And I've always I've always made an assumption that I'm a Viking, despite no one no one else in my family looking like a Viking. My mum's side of the family are all quite dark. Um, so that'll be the beer then. 
That'll be the beer then. Yeah, you'll come out quite a high percentage of beer, wouldn't you? Yeah. Is yeah, that how it works? That's how it is works, that what yeah. it is? Is that what you're talking about? I don't really know what an yeah, antiseptic so they test te- is. Yeah, they test your blood. It's a bit like a, it's a, bit like a breathalyzer. It tells you what percentage you are Portuguese and what percentage you are alcohol. <laughs> yeah. That's what about the cherry percentage? Yeah, the, 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 the oh, cherry percentage. 6.7% yeah. cherry. Yeah. I'm assuming... I'd, 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 I'd like to think that, I'm pro- that, I've, that I've got Scandinavian, the Viking roots, but I think it's probably going to come back and it's going to go... English, 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 and I reckon there's a bit of French in there or something to account for my mum's my mum's side of the family, who who are on the darker side. I think I've got a little Swedish. Your, your mother, Marie Antoinette. Yeah, yeah. When I, I say they're when I say they're on the darker side, me my mum's uh, my mum's paternal grandfather was Darth Vader. Darth Vader, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I've had a little a little Swedish in me. Go on. That's, that's it. I've oh, got a little speech yeah, in me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's that um, footballer? Um, Thomas. Um, <laughs> no, Zlatan. Uh, Ibramovic? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, Bram. Uh, and if host number two were a horror monster, he'd be Freddy Krueger, a larger than life character who, and I know I've said it before, but I cannot stress this enough, is a fucking nightmare. It's Michael <laughs> Jameson. Yeah, quite good. Yeah, I'm, he was paedophile as well, actually, wasn't he? Uh, killer. I don't know if. Yeah, paedophile. Yeah. Was he a paedophile? Yeah, famously a paedophile. That's why. He, that's why he died, because all of the parents of the people that he fiddled burnt him. That's how he died. Yeah, I know. I know. I know that. I, I know that that they they burnt him. We'll get, we'll we'll ask our next uh, our guest in a minute because I think he's he probably knows quite a lot about horror. Um, sorry, but, sorry. What, what, what were you saying? We'll ask. I've just told no, you. No, I'm just, I'm just. Oh, cool! I'm a liar then, right? There we go. Got us off to a good start. Well, yeah. I'm just happy no, Halloween, listen. everyone. This is scary, isn't it? Listen, when your listen. Friends don't I'm, trust you. I'm just, I'm just saying that, um, you know, accusing people of a, a crime like that, it's, it sticks. Like, even if he's found innocent, like he'll always be known as, as, Pedo Kruger. So you need to make sure that you've got your facts right before you start throwing out around allegations. Yeah, fair. You know? I saw it, mate. I saw it happen. And you didn't stop it. <laughs> <laughs> cool. And finally, every good horror needs a great hero. Our guest is cooler than Father Karras with Ash's chainsaw hand and Rowdy Roddy Piper's sunglasses. From the band Spooky Forest and the podcast Metal Gear Mondays, it's Warren, the music man, Minix. Hi. Well, that was very nice of you to say. I mean, I could make a pedophile joke if you want. That's what I did it with the other two. Yeah, no, that's totally fine. I I prefer to stand on my my plateau over here. My little pedestal is doing great. (laughs) Pedo free. Pedo free. It's, Why it's, is the pedestal low? Is it so that they can reach you? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, the, the pedestal or the pedo stool? Oh, ah, there it is. Love it. I love it. But you confirm, Nate. Uh, it's all a legend, of course. But it, was it is believed, a legend. It was um, believed that Fred, uh, Frederick Krueger <clears throat> was the janitor that would mm-hmm. quote-unquote diddle kids. Did he diddle? Uh, allegedly. Okay, I I knew he never, was never confirmed. Right. Okay, I knew I knew that he 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 interfered with kids in some ways, but I wasn't <laughs> sure if it was if it was sexual or not. Oh my god! Now a, a fun fact: it... as you get 
further into that franchise, you also learn that Freddy's mom was raped by a, a hundred maniacs. Absolutely, yeah. Wow, nice. She, she was, that's she was confirmed. A, now that's she, confirmed. She was, yeah, that's canon. She was, she was a nun, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was in uh, three. Dream Warriors. Uh, no, Dream Warriors is the last one to not pay attention to all that nonsense because that's when the franchise three, really three, big shit. If you ask me. Three, three, three's the one. I mean, we're gonna get into horror movies later anyway. But uh, three's the right. one in the uh, hospital, right? Three is the one. Yeah. Well, it's like a. And sleep, that's where you find it's out. Like a, it's like a clinic, yeah, like where they yeah. are all there for getting over whatever trauma they've gone through. Some of them have, yeah, uh, huh. like parental issues. Some have sleep paralysis. Some have everything. So they use their dreams to basically unlock their hidden power to fix their illness mm-hmm. or defeat wow. Freddy. And weird uh, about this is that I watched them all like. 10 years ago or so and I don't remember that whatsoever yeah all you remember is welcome to prime time bitch yeah that's all you remember <laughs> pouring the uh, coffee into the, the coke can at the beginning mm-hmm. yeah um, yeah I, I don't really remember this the franchise past three as well I remember snippets of it but th- up, up to three I'm still fairly <laughs> nice pun you, you don't need to yeah you don't need to no correct confirmed, confirmed. that's confirmed Absolutely not. Anyway, we, we, I mean, this is a food podcast and we're just talking about 80s. Yeah, we're normally pretty focused. Yeah, we are normally out. <laughs> we're normally done by now, really. Um, Warren. Yes. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, yeah. It's an interesting time in the United States as it is mm. going upon election season. So, I... go ahead. <laughs> Feel free to ask. <laughs> no, I was, I was, I'm not going to ask. I'm not going to ask your allegiances. I probably have a, a, an idea, but I, you know, I would never put anyone on the spot. But I, your I, allegiance? I, Who you voted for? Have you voted? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we talked about him earlier. Darth Vader. I'm a big fan. <laughs> not the worst candidate, probably. Um, who, who, <laughs> who do you expect to win? Oh, oh boy. Um... Not who, you, not who you want to win. Uh, put that aside. But who do you actually think that come? What what what, what date is the actual announcement? What, what date is it? The intent is November third, but there are we'll see how many people are. There are a few states that have already passed legislation that may count votes up to seventy-two hours after election day. Okay. Based on the mail system, as it were. So, so the end of next week, realistically, as a as a yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. First time in. I mean, I'm no historian, but. It's going to be the first time in history that it wasn't decided that day if that actually happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I have I have no idea. I mean, I'll tell you right now. I, I think based on my personal experience in the Northeast, which is very different from a lot of my country, yeah. um, I do feel confident that Biden and Kamala Harris will win. I won't believe it's a landslide as the stock markets believe per se, but I do think that our boy. Uh, our boy Donnie has, uh, pardon my French, but fucked up enough to piss off enough people is mm. where my understanding goes. My money doesn't matter because I work for a private company, so I'm going to be making money regardless. And that's all that matters. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's very interesting because obviously we, we, get, we get stuff over here about the, the US position and whatnot. Mm. Um, but, you know, realistically... A lot of our, unless you're a real political nerd and are, are paying attention to a lot, it's 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 hard to tell from this side of the pond what 
the feeling is over there in terms of the expected result, I guess. Yeah. Um, because because you know, I'm, I'm happy to I'm happy to put myself in the position and say I can't understand why anybody would fucking vote for Trump. Now I apologise if that offends you if you are a Trump supporter. Um, but I don't. No, I similarly don't. <laughs> Well, I was talking to Warren specifically, but um... I don't. Yeah, also <laughs> don't. Yeah. So yeah, that, well, if anyone is happy to vote for Trump, uh, then I am happy to not worry about offending them. Um, That's my personal stance and does not represent. I think the one, the one good thing about this election is that I think this is the first time that the American public have ever been asked to to turn out en masse and choose their favourite rapist. <laughs> <laughs> Decent. <laughs> what, what have I done? They're both. I mean, they both appalling. both both appalling human beings, aren't they? It is mental that uh, yep. the Democrats were like, right, Donald Trump. We need to pick someone who's good, and the best they had is Joe Biden. And nothing against him, yeah. but fucking hell, as an outsider who knows very little about American politics. Yeah. Is that the best you got? Fucking hell, that's like... Do you think Colonel Sanders will ever get another goal? (laughs) He's dead, mate. (laughs) Kick the bucket. I will say, if I've learned anything in my adulthood with all this, especially recently, is just, uh, like, fuck, I need to pay more attention to politics because it is kind of a a blessing. And it's getting to the point where it's like, just go out and vote because I'm 50-50 on this is the last time like we may be able to vote in a democracy. Like yep. that's where my head is starting to get to. Yeah. Which is bananas, but I really was not like that three years ago, two years ago. No. And here we are. And I if someone told me that was believed to happen, I couldn't argue why it wouldn't. Let's put mm. it that way. I may not know anything about it, but I couldn't disagree. I I could believe it as much as any as the next guy. Scary shit. When he's yeah. just, he has legit threatened to to not step down, hasn't he? If the yeah, vote doesn't 100%. go his way. He's, he has, he has threatened that, so... Yeah, he said he may not accept the yeah, result. But people right. will still vote for him, which is insane. Yeah, it's just... Oh, no, I not, mean, no matter not, which... may not accept, he will not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's yeah. no may. There's no... It, it's already decided. It's yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. He's a, he is a fucking lunatic. Yeah. Um, nice, nice hair, though. Lovely hair. Wow, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I figured, so I brought up the election that you talked about the scariest. No, no, that's fine. <laughs> that, that, that's fine. Listen, we, <laughs> let's let's move on to something cheerier. Sure, uh, sure. How's how's your year of lockdown been? Actually, not so bad. Um, the only downside is is the band. Really, it is a struggle to basically feel like anything's normal. Even the writing process is not. It sucks. I mean, I love technology. The fact that I can talk with you guys, we can we can do this. We can gel. We can write. But it's just not. It's not the same as you know, cracking something out in person and like literally vibing off of someone. It's just not there. Um, we do have some stuff that we're working on. We're, we're almost finished up, you know, a good, a good set of stuff that we're going to be able to bring out and try to attack things. But like the Northeast and New Jersey particularly is the rules are so strict right now that, like I said, I, I, it's hard to go like five miles from my house to cross the bridge to go to Pennsylvania, the next state over, because if their rules lax, I have to quarantine for 14 days. Wow. Yeah. I really don't want to do that because <laughs> yeah. I like my, my personal time. I like my vacation time. I like making money for, at my job. Um, but yeah, so it's just been 
it's been frustrating there, but otherwise, like family stuff, uh, as far as my personal safety or any of the stuff going on, I have not really struggled with any of that. Um, the job was only a struggle because of who I sell product to, not because of the actual disease that's spreading over. Yeah. Um, but no, it's been, it's actually been like a pretty solid year. We've just done a lot of house renovations and, you know, I joined a podcast, which we'll, I'm sure we'll eventually do something with that. Um, you know, just found a lot more free time to at least explore some other routes. And maybe later in the podcast, I will be releasing something early next year. And maybe I'll make this podcast uh, the like first time I've said it publicly. Wow. What, on, what, tonight? Yeah. Oh, Love it. All right. Oh, this, this I, is I think good. I'm going to do it. I, I made that call at like three o'clock my time. And I was like, I think I'm going to do it because I like personal accountability. So I'm working on it now. Like, oh, love for, it. Like, first steps and uh the goal was to get it out in about three months so now i have i'm gonna have personal accountability before the night's over okay nice um you uh you mentioned there the podcast yeah what is it what podcast is that warren well so a couple of guys and a couple of girls get in front of microphones and have conversations about it. <laughs> i didn't know if you knew that um, yeah it's, okay <laughs> we know what a podcast is you're on one right this second i don't know if you noticed um but what um what is your podcast so the podcast i am part of is i am the host of metal gear mondays which mm -hmm. is a at the moment is a bi-weekly podcast literally dedicated to the metal gear solid series and the metal gear metal gear franchise so even the nest titles the psp titles uh, I recently became a part of this year. They are doing a solid reboot, and we are doing every game chronologically in order. Um, and we have, basically, for every two hours of gameplay is an episode. So we try to wow, nice. break it down, and we do character-focused stuff. The podcast itself has been around for about five years, um, and I've been a longtime fan of them. And only recently have I asked to have been a part of it. And we just now finished up Metal Gear Solid 3, so we are on to oh, Game nice. 2. Which will start sometime, sometime next year is the plan. We try to do seasonal stuff, like so one game a year, and then we do off-season stuff, so we can kind of keep it fresh. It's not just all Metal Gear all the time because that that shit can wear you out. If you guys are Kojima fans. Yeah, um, yeah, like you say, you obviously you you've been doing a few uh, things over this month with the uh, with the horror. Yeah. Which I was I was very fortunate to be a part of. Um, came on as as. Uh, to talk about oxen free, which I think I mentioned on the podcast a couple of weeks ago with uh, or a yeah. couple of podcasts ago with the uh, Dyson Desider boys. boys. Mm -hmm. I believe so. Yeah, yeah, um, and that was a great, great time. Really enjoyed myself over there. Um, got a lovely. It's a, it's, you, you run a very tight ship. Like we are, our podcast here is just. I'm not going to say it's full anarchy because I don't want to be that guy that goes, "Oh, look at us, we're so wacky." Because people that describe themselves as wacky are usually stupid um yeah i but, mean i am wacky yeah you are wacky but you but, uh, but you don't describe yourself as wacky yeah exactly like i, like I wouldn't you yeah i mean it, yeah it's one of the first things i'll say about myself but for example if someone came up to me and said are you wacky i wouldn't i wouldn't immediately say like no i'd say yeah i'm wacky i suppose you could you'd probably just that, point right? at the you'd probably point at the keyboard tie yeah um S and, spin your propeller hat yeah, exactly. Which he does actually I don't, have. I don't which know he, any of what you're saying. Just by saying. But no, you you run a very, in in the best way possible, regimented, tightly run little ship over there. 
and uh, it was uh, I really enjoyed myself. Really, really good. And, and your your co-hosts are, are, are great people. So yeah, if um, if you've got a passing interest in um, Metal Gear Solid games, then I I, I would one hundred percent recommend heading over there and, um, and, and and listening. It's not my thing. I, I I never really drive with that franchise. MJ, did you have you? Are you into those? Um, I'm trying to think of I've ever seriously played any. I played like a like Michael had it, and so I played it in that regard, like two. But I don't think I've ever played it myself. Any of them? Hmm. Fair. Wow, that's wild. Yeah. For being a for being a as a video game fan that at least through social media and listening to the yeah. podcast, I'm surprised I'm at least. Yeah. somewhere in there because it's great music great gameplay like, yeah it is surprising why, why don't you why do you hate the games and more importantly yeah, why, why am i being War- kicked off this podcast mike yeah. <laughs> yeah. why do you hate um, warren in his, in his podcast i've played as him in super smash brothers that probably sort of counts <laughs> I, i've played as sure. i've played as metal gear solid in super smash brothers you played as Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, yeah, it's the uh, the guy with the bandana, isn't it? Yeah, yeah cardboard Metal box Gear. like. I know, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> that stuff. Um, you were uh, obviously on the call-in show that we did back in July. Yeah. So you're 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 one of a very small group of people who have been on more than one Fruck Unwrapped in a year. So. Uh, Kudos to you. Um, at the time, we mentioned obviously the the, the big, you know, um, thankings that we have for you for the, the the music that you've submitted to our lowly podcast. Um, I'm, I mean, and, and if Stuart's doing his job correctly, he will have almost certainly edited in all of your works on this episode. Not sure. Uh, pressure to do so. I imagine so. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be stupid not to, really, wouldn't it? Correct. Oh, stupid, Christ. Yeah, rude, rude, but yeah, yeah. Called you a rapist down here, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> uh... Um, do you enjoy the, the the music making process when it comes to little jingles and stuff like that? How does that compare to like quote unquote proper music? That's a good question. I, I think I think it's fun only because at least. In my experience as a musician and a writer, I would say, because I'm, I'm much more of like a, I'm the mortar as opposed to the brick kind of a thing. I mean, I'm a bass player, so you guys figure it out. Um, but when it comes to, when it comes to like a sounder or something, if there's like a fun little hook and then I just do anything I can to make it banana so that the hook stands out more, then I'm just going to do that every time. And sounders are great because you can just cut them into 30 second bits and then it's just the hook. Mm-hmm. So... I like that part of it, if I'm being honest. It just lets you do like some of the silly stuff that you maybe would just push off to the shelf because uh, it's too obvious or it's too it doesn't make sense in a in a pop song or something like that. It doesn't fit that void. But a food podcast where they play games like Quivia, yeah, of course, fuck yeah. That's what I like about that. So obviously, Stuart does the music for this podcast as well, as well as Frack and Ra- uh, brilliant, as well as Food Review UK, Dyson Desire, all that sort of thing. Um, sort of the same question to you, Stuart. Like, how, and to you, Warren, both of you, really, like, with, when it comes to the jingles and when it comes to the, the fun little quick songs, is it more that you get an idea and you go from there, or do you actually sit down and think about what type of song you want to write 
I, I don't know if I'm if I'm phrasing that question correctly. Like, I guess what I'm trying to say is, is it that you like you have that that idea instantly in your head that you then try and work around, <clears throat> or is it something that where you actually sit down and want to try and write music and then think of how you're going to. Mm. certainly for me it's a kind of 50-50 thing I've got, I imagine Warren's the same as I am in that you've constantly got music going around your head and you've you've constantly got this internal soundtrack of silly silly little silly little melodies, lyrical ideas whatever, chord progressions and and your natural uh, resting mind state is, is just music playing so sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll have ideas, but inevitably what happens is when I sit down, that idea has disappeared. But I've got a, uh, an idea, uh, but, but what I remember is a kind of rough idea of a, a, a feeling or maybe a tiny fragment of melody. So what tends to happen for me is I'll literally sit down, I'll pick up an instrument and I will make some kind of noise. And from that, hopefully I'll get some inspiration. For the Dyson Desire stuff, most most of the time it comes from a lyrical idea. I'll have a I'll have a little lyrical idea. I'll play around with it in my mind, and then I'll just sit down and throw some music together. But it's there's always something going on. Mm. Yeah, I can I can definitely attest to that. I think the one when it came to the uh, what you got the Royal Crumble. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I honestly was not planning on writing anything until like the <laughs> the last like three minutes of the episode and you guys just started rapping uh and i was like well i mean that's what you do right you just mm-hmm. continue the end of the episode to the the song that's going to be the next thing that has royal crumble attached to it and i i am a terrible rapper so i love to put that on mic as many times as i can <laughs> so i definitely was like all right i'll keep it at this rate and uh i'll try to come up with the most ridiculous royal rumble style hip-hop thing over top of it because that's not really if you're if you're just doing it for fun it's not that difficult to get a mm. a good beat to freestyle over no no that, 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 i mean that was a great song though i don't know if that was that, that was that the first one you submitted to us i can't remember that but was a, that was the first thing i submitted and i didn't even yeah. i just sent it was like hey if you guys want to play this that'd be cool like you don't have to i just wanted to let you guys know you're rapping at the end of that episode made me write the song and here it, we are <laughs> yeah, and it was just, it was just like, I remember, I, I do genuinely like remember like opening up the email and listening. And I was like, oh my God, this is, this is incredible. And just sent it on, on to the other guys and great, great little jingle. And it's, it's a shame that it was only really that one episode that it got a proper chance to, to oh, be yeah, aired, but fan, fantastic regardless. I'm the yeah. king of the one-off. You bring it in, you bring it out, get moving. <laughs> um you said there i'm just gonna before we briefly move on you mentioned there about the rap um when i came on to uh, metal gear mondays i think during the b-roll you mentioned about uh your your rap that featured on the uh the new york uh, new york brilliant the new year song that uh stuart did at the beginning of this year uh and and how you didn't quite you didn't quite read the remit for what the song should be and you sort of submitted a a rap that wasn't in wasn't really in time wasn't and, and so it was in time, but it was on the two, not the one. Or I guess it was on the three, not the four. And and it had nothing to do with who. <laughs> I just thought, I just thought, Stu just wanted to freestyle at 140 beats per minute. So I was like, okay, whatever you need, man. <laughs> it was good. It was good. I know, but it was just you could tell, like it's an early start on purpose. But then I was like, ah, oh, shit, that's it needed to be like very obvious. 
like Thomas the Tank Engine, let's sing about some food in the UK. And I was like, yeah, let me, let me reach my heart out and write a poem for you. <laughs> <laughs> it was brilliant. I, I, I remember listening and thinking, oh, fair enough. I mean, it's good, good rap. Just weird and then the, the fact that you mentioned it when i came on the sh- on your show i was like oh, I, I can't i can't let this not come uh this story not come onto the uh the, the frock unwrapped wave so sure sure but it's okay like i said i sent it out it's recorded so i, I will own up to it if i want to <laughs> put it in the landfill and try to burn it uh accountability as you said a minute ago ah indeed yes uh so is that is that something you want to announce like the, the actual details or are you just are you giving a specific like are you just giving us vague Oh, no, I'll give you, when, when the time comes, I guess, okay. whenever it feels right. Um, I, no, I can give you, like, a little one, two minute. Like, it won't have to be anything. Oh, we'll, do, we'll, we'll do it at the end when, we, when we're signing that. If, you know, sure. Probably a suitable time to, to do that. Um, yeah. Right. You are, like I say, you, you have been on the podcast before, but you've not been, you've not had the full podcast treatment. Um, so that uh, first time on the show, proper first time on the show, means random questions, season one. Uh, as a long-time listener. Three numbers, please, between one and ten. I got to go. I'll start with number eight. Eight. Food heaven and food hell. Heaven, food hell. Okay. Food heaven. Are you guys familiar with uh, something called a Panzerati? No. Lovely car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Panzerati. So, <laughs> uh, Panzerati is, I'm trying to think of the best way, it's its own recipe, but it is essentially a deep fried pizza turnover, Ooh. but it is not calzone, obviously, so it, it has, it's very, a very flaky, like crunchy, like hear it when you bite into it, kind of a crust, and wow. then it's just, you know, cheese and red sauce inside, and it's deep fried to temperature, and you have to get a Tarantini Panzerati. Like, it can't be called a Panzerati if it's not attached to Tarantini. Um, and if you really want to be special, like I had a, a, a friend who used to run a pizza shop, he'd cut open the Panzeratis and he could put, like, get some, some breaded chicken in there, maybe put some buffalo sauce just to, like, zest it up, and then deep fry that. Um, I would say a Panzerati. Um, and again, if you're from the Northeast, you would know. Like, even most of the United States doesn't know. Um, so is that... Is that is that a, a dough casing then, or is that pastry? A dough casing. Mm. Yeah, just, yeah, you still use pizza dough essentially, but again, Tarantini, it's a, it's a particular recipe, but it is still doughy as opposed to a pastry. Pastry. I, 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 you know what? I just find it. Stuart, um, MJ, have you, have you heard of this before? No, no, mom. I just find it funny that there's like how much. Good foods out there that you just yeah. never even heard of, let alone tried. Yeah, like especially somewhere like America. You know, we 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 although we're in England, we are brought up on American culture and we know a lot of the foods and a lot of the traditions and cuisines and all that sort of stuff in in America. So so for something like this to have completely escaped our notice is is quite impressive. Um, oh god, these look so good. Yeah, they yes. do look good. Oh, they are in they are incredible. Oh. Oh. So, it's, it's, it's any listeners are hope you know obviously able to go and Google it and have a look, but I mean just for podcast purposes, looking at it, to me they look almost like a bit like a, a Cornish pasty in in some ways, which is why I asked about the yeah. um, why I asked whether it was it was dough or, or um, pastry. They sort of got that sure. sort of shape, yeah, um, a bit thinner, a bit sm- look a little bit smaller than a calzone. Yeah, 
Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know if they usually are. Like, usually like a little bit bigger than like the size of your fist. It's like a, yeah. a standard size. Yeah, it's so, like, like you're, you could put your fist in one and it'd be wrapped around. Like that's about how big they are. It's usually like one and a half slices of pizza, deep fried without obviously the pizza part. But that's the, it's basically the same thing. It's mozzarella, red sauce, oil. You know, it's all the good uh, stuff. It's a pizza pocket in it. Yeah, I mean it's it's the best case scenario for all the flavors you want from something yeah. from there because I I just don't know anybody because everybody I live outside of Philadelphia so obviously it's all cheesesteaks is what you, what you talk about, or Philadelphia pretzels. But uh, Panzerati's, for some reason, they very rarely cross the bridge outside of South Jersey. I mean, even some North Jersey people have no idea what I'm talking about, which is bananas. They you, are that good. Would these be... Um, would you have these as a meal, or are these like a, a street food that you just sort of... You'd, you'd have on the go type thing? I'd have it as dessert, to be honest. I'd eat it any time. They're so good. Um Honestly, they are big enough to be a meal, but usually if you wanted to get wild, you would have like that and some fries. Um, oh, yeah. If you just want to go, you know, double down. Um, but yeah, you could do It's like the problem is, is it's hard to be like a, a food truck sort of thing, if that's yeah. something that happens in the UK very much. Um, just because of uh, they're hard to sort of fill with other ingredients. You just sort of have the panzerati and then you just drop it on a plate. It's hard to keep other stuff with it. But usually you go to a pizza shop, something like that, and they, if they have that option. Yeah, you usually get that with fries or that or just another, like, a cup of mar- uh, marinara and just drop it in there, give it a little extra flavor. But they are quite good. So if you guys are, they, are ever in my neck of the woods, we will be getting panzerottis. Are they uh, are they a health hazard? I imagine that they're piping hot. Oh, absolutely. Um, if you're smart, though, if they're done right, um, when you bite into it, one of the sides or the back uh, releases the pocket of the hot air as opposed to where you're biting. <laughs> MJ's got a pocket of hot air. Um, hey. What about your food hell? Food hell. Hmm. I'm going to be honest, and I'm, I think the, I think I'm going to say, like, sweet onions for me. I don't... Sweet onions. Yeah, I, I guess, like, yellow onions, so not, so not right, white right. onions. I guess yellow onions are more of the sweeter option of the, the main three, I guess, or four. Um, I, they never... And they add them to things that need it. It just It's either too crunchy or too slimy. They never seem to be right where you want them in the middle. So if I had to be picky, like if you tried to make a salad or try to make a cheesesteak and put Ooh. onions on it, and it was the, those kind of onions, it wouldn't it wouldn't work for me. I wouldn't need the crunch with my right. cheesesteak or my, my salad. So yeah, I don't like um, onions and cheesesteak or anything like that. Or any food. Are you, are you, where are you on Onion Watch, MJ? Um, are you um, are you dead against all onions in all? Oh no, no, sets? dead, dead on them. If anything, just not in burgers. Yeah, just raw, sorry, raw onions in salads, burgers, that sort of thing. I'm not into. I quite happily order grilled onions on things, or, or you know, in cooking, they're obviously hugely important. Um, that sort of thing, but yeah, no, no, raw in things where you can taste them, and I find them quite overpowering. I do, I do like onions, you know, really like the, the I, probably one of my favourite foods. I it is a question to you, Stuart, because I've often thought about this because you, you see some people on, on on the internet's doing these things. Do you think you could eat an onion? Yeah, probably uh, almost certainly a red onion without much, you know. I, 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 I'm not going to enjoy it. A raw onion. No. I've, I, I have eaten 
like a, a whole cooked onion before mm-hmm. as, as a meal when I was a child. I'm, I, cooked, <laughs> well, you're I cooked, I cooked, I cooked, I cooked an onion for myself, um, whole bake like baked it. Uh, cause what I really was your mother doing at the time? Uh, I think she was probably at work. Be doing an impression of her at work. What would she, what would she have said? I said, Oh, Tom. steward man, what way have you? Why are you eating an onion on its own? Why don't you cook it up with a nice bit of peas pudding or something? Not, not, <laughs> peas pudding. Traditionally Jeez. northern. How are you, man? Steward man. How are you? <laughs> yeah. That's it's my. Like that's my multi purpose impression that works for uh, Sarah Milliken, my mother, and Shelby. <laughs> probably a little bit probably a little bit of Callum Johnson's probably a bit of, yeah oh how weird man I've dried dried do I draw a gaffer do I have to play on the do I have to play left back I'm a canny good right they call me they call me the Cal of League One like because I'm a cla- I'm a canny good right back but I'm not as good on the left bar how weird man gaffer man how weird uh, uh, I can't oh. if you're listening um, two more numbers uh, sure. Let's do. Uh, let's cut that down the middle. Let's go number three. Three. Marry, fuck, kill. Ooh. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Marry, fuck, kill. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Uh. And to clarify, because we've had a bit of confusion with other people when I've asked this question, which which which, which of these would you like to three. marry? Which of them would you like to fuck? And which which of them would you like to kill? So, yeah, so I'm trying to think of it as kill means I'll never have it again, right? I would just yeah, assume yeah. it's gone. Marry would be something I have with me always. Yeah, and yeah. fuck would be the Stick thing I bring it. her out on, yeah, on, <laughs> on Friday nights after yeah. a long night. So I guess I would probably kill lunch. Mm. Unfortunately, yeah, I'll miss her. I will. Yeah, uh, but lunch, I'll marry dinner, and I'll, of course. Take her out to dinner first, and then I'll I'll fuck breakfast. Yeah, you'll take dinner out to dinner. <laughs> take breakfast, I'll out, take to breakfast dinner. out to dinner. I'll breakfast out to dinner. Okay. Before, of course. Okay. Nice. Gentleman. Of course. Yeah. Uh, I'll put you in kiss and tell. I like that one. I don't hear that one a lot. Um, give me uh, number four. Number four. Oh, he's effective. A food from your childhood that you miss. I'd swear in a long, Food long time. Child of <laughs> if there is indeed say, anything. Yeah, I can't Wait. say the body. So here, here's what I'll say. I, I, it's not really, I miss it because I don't do it anymore. And I feel like it's just not the same. But I used to get friends. I used to dip them in honey when I was younger. What, what I used did to you, love them. What did I would you take dip? fries, like fries. French fries, and I would dip uh-huh. them in honey. MJ, he's, he's part of your crew. This yes. This is going to be weird when people listen to this episode, uh, listen to the <laughs> next episode in two weeks' time. Yeah, I love the sound of that. Yeah, it's uh, it's just it's salty, it's sweet, it's not too much because honey isn't usually overpowering if you're smart with how it's either made or how much you put on your fry. But Let me tell I you, my really friend, though. Yeah. Bust yeah. out the bees, honey's still available, my mate. There you go. <laughs> Don't but, let uh, adults yeah. stop you. I know, it, but it, it really has. I would, I think, looking back, it's been like probably like twenty years since I've had it. But it used to be something that was like instead wow. of like chocolate or, or ice cream or something like my sweet treat would have been get some French fries and honey. That was like my, my do go-to. It. Do it, redo it, 
put his gonna have to. I'll send it. I'll send it in the Facebook group. Yes. Yeah, so, so MJ, you, you obviously like caramel sauce. Uh, is that is that exclusive with chicken though, or do you do that with fries? Would you do that? Oh with yeah, fries? I do that with fries. Yeah. I mean, one what? of my dips is uh, has got a honey element to it. You gonna try flat out honey? Yeah, I'd do that hundred percent. We're, um, we're getting sent some honey soon, actually, so I could do it with that. Oh, mate. What a, we're getting what? sent, like, uh, actually, yeah, we haven't received that. Yeah, that's been quite a while since. Not quite a have while, you, but. As a video, have you done trying all the sweet sauces? I feel like you have. What do you mean? Like, so, uh, doing, like, um, uh, I don't know, getting getting a chocolate sauce, a honey, a, honey, a caramel sauce, like, getting a load of different. Dessert oh, sauces, sorry. or sweet yeah, sauces, and did, then dip. Do... Feel like you have done that. As yeah, I did do something similar to that really recently. What was it? Was it McDonald's? Oh, it was um, it was a byproduct of a McNugget video. I just can't remember which one. Let me have a look. <laughs> While you do that, I'll move on with our guest. No, oh, no, you're all right. Oh yeah, no, no. so the video is called <laughs> McNuggets in Dessert Sauces. There we go. So sort of. I did three. Yeah. Could, could have been more accurate. Oh yeah, blinding light. Perfect. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good thumbnail that. If you're looking at the the screen, Warren, I don't know if you've seen that. In honor of you, I've done a. I know. I love it, man. It's fantastic. Little Mel Gear uh, Monday. Oh, with all of that frivolity out of the way let's get on to a little round of a game that i like to call quivia we're recording a good podcast tonight i don't know about you but it feels prime time for some quivia the lights are low the mood is set the conditions are perfect for a quiz and some trivia to make sweet Sweet, sweet love. Now Nate is gonna read some facts in the form of a question. And MJ better know how to act. Some ice cream. Oh, Nate, that last one you read was sounding tight. And that guest you got on, oh, are they sounding right? My money's on oh, Stu yeah. if I had to bet Because he's great Chocolate sauce But it's all just fun and games again Cause it's a game Strawberry and we If I could, I'd dip you in a vet Of some delicious drinks But Quidia ain't got time for that Cause it's a game and we're guessing Quidia Man, does that shit sound tasty. I want to dip my fingers in it and lick underneath the fingernails in like a sexy but not gross sort of way. It's a little harder knowing that you've given me proper and adequate consent for my advances. Next up, your face is the best place for first base. I'll do that musically because I've got a musical guest and Stuart. <laughs> as well as Stuart. 
as well as Stuart. Well, he's not a guest, is he? He's a, he's a, he's a host. Yeah, he's, sorry, I took that offensively, he, but then I realised what you meant. He's he Stuart is my, Stuart is my co-host. Mm-mm. Is 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 the only co-host that I have. Mm-hmm. Plus, Second best person on the podcast, hands down. Yeah, plus returning guest MJ. Interesting. Which of you two have, has hosted the show more often in terms of like oh, lead? Of course it's Stuart. I imagine it would be me. Is it? MJ's only really hosted a, a couple. I've yeah, maybe like done two or three. I've done five or six, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Didn't realise you'd done as many as that, Stuart. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> He's slagging you off tonight, yeah, Stuart. Yeah, a bit, innit? Yeah. Quite a lot. I'm getting like yeah. the vibes. Yeah. Let me just call. Let me just call Chris Clemens and I'll attack him as well. Mm. Um, <laughs> right, quibia. You, you haven't tried ruining onward for him in the last half hour, actually. But <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. Right, quibia. I've. Uh, it's tonight is all about Halloween. Um, we're an hour in, and <laughs> just in case you've gone, um, we talked about Freddy Krueger. Yeah, we did. We, then you called. You called me a liar. Do you remember that? I didn't call you a liar. I just said I'd like okay. to get the information corroborated by a knowledgeable person. Um, I tonight's uh, got questions about horror, <laughs> Halloween, <laughs> most famous paedophiles. <laughs> uh, three. Yes. The, 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 these are largely these are largely uh, world records, but a couple of them aren't. So bear that in mind. Uh, and it's just it's just closest wins. Just closest wins. That's all it is. Closest wins. Guessing game for Stuart. Um, I'm going to start with Warren. Question one. Largest gathering of people dressed as ghosts. World record. I'll comfortably say two million people. Two million people. Two million? (laughs) Yep. That seems insane. No, no. Listen, listen. It's a number. (laughs) It's a number. I should I should have quantified in the same location. Um, Stuart, um, seventeen thousand. And Michael Jameson, twenty thousand. Twenty thousand. Score. Close enough that I can't be. Close enough that is still the trick, but far away enough that I can deny that I'm doing the trick. <laughs> um, Stuart, Nathan. L- Longest walkthrough horror attraction. Oh. And we're doing this in feet. And Wales doesn't count, no. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing this in feet. Yeah. No, so, quite like Wales. Come here, it's 3,000. Should have said Manchester. No, Manchester's not even. York. 6, 3,000, 3, 3, 6, So fit. Mm-hmm. 15,000 feet. 15,000 feet. Um, did I just get something from you, MJ? Did you just send something through? Yeah, I sent some images on the um, Skype call, but you don't need to read it out loud because I don't want to derail the podcast. Okay. You probably don't send the images uh, in the first place then. You've derailed the podcast now. 15,000 feet, Stuart? Yeah. Okay. Uh, MJ? Three miles in feet. <laughs> <laughs> Fifteen thousand eight hundred forty. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, and um, Warren. I was comfortably going to say two million, but uh, we'll say twenty thousand is where my head was initially. Twenty thousand feet. 
Okie dokie. Um, question three to MJ. Fastest time to carve one ton of pumpkins? One ton. One, um, not, not a one ton. Oh, sorry. Right. Oh, pumpkin. Right. Yeah. Um, a solitary ton. Solitary ton. Um, t- the amount of time. Minutes. Yeah. The, fa- the fastest. One ton. Well, to carve one ton, that would take about, yeah, about, about 53 minutes. 53 minutes. Wow. Yeah. Of a ton. They got a chainsaw, I assume, right? That she is a blunt spoon. Um, Warren. Mm. 2,000 pounds of pumpkins. Could be a 25 man team. Could be a four year old. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'll say. If, for the record, it is one man. You said it was a pumpkin. <laughs> 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 good, good gag. I would say, uh, yeah, I'll say now 90 minutes. How long, sir? 90 minutes, an hour and a half. 90 minutes. And Stuart. When Wonton hears about this, he's going to have my ass. What did MJ say? 53 minutes? 53, and Warren said 90. 52. Ooh, the undercut. Interesting. Um. Question four. We'll move away from world records now. Um, Dracula is the most portrayed horror character of all time. False. <laughs> Do you want to put a, 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 a numerical value on that? Uh. Zero. <laughs> um, but as of 2014, when there was a survey, survey, brilliant survey, um, approximately how many feature films had he been in at that point? I appreciate we're six years down the line since then. So just work backwards sure. from what you know now. Knock <laughs> um, that off the total. Yeah, Warren. Based on Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer alone, <laughs> uh, I guess, I sure, it's got to be something like 1,100 films. Two million films. Stuart. 324. <laughs> 324. And Michael? I genuinely thought it would be around 500, so I'm going to say 587. Last question. Last question. Uh, In popular song, Monster Mash, how many times is the word mash used? And we're starting with Stuart. It's going to take about three minutes. <laughs> Tempo. It's about one forty, one fifty BPM. Mash on average once every two bars. It's probably two and a half minutes song. That means it is about a hundred and twenty times. Okay, Michael. 62. And Warren? I said 108. 108. Okay. Nate's reacting. Here we go. 
Right, let's go for the answers. Largest gathering of people dressed as ghosts. You'll be surprised that it's a little bit less than two million. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's actually only five hundred and sixty people. Pathetic. Wow, pathetic. Yeah, uh, at Mercy at Mercy School Mont Mercy School Montauk in uh, Ireland, March two thousand seventeen. Uh, it was to demonstrate the invisibility of arthritis. <laughs> They and did that's a not even job. a joke. I'm not even joking. That they Whoa. did this. The silent, the silent killer. Yeah. Oh, we need to. We need uh, to... All I'm saying is, fuck community. We 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 can do better than that, right? But arthritis actually exists. More. Yeah. Do you know we we more or less can? If only if only the bloody COVID wasn't stopping us getting together, we could do it tomorrow. Oh. What do we? What, yeah. Guys, what do we do? What do we do to try and you know raise awareness of this you know terrible thing that people have got that's invisible? I oh, know. Let's like let's sh- pretend that they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've heard a stiff body, but this is ridiculous. Um, next week, I'm actually doing an egg and spoon race for fibromyalgia. So, what was that? Sorry, what did you say? <sighs> Fibromyalgia is that a, a, a um... good one? An invisible. Yeah, it's an egg. It's an egg. Longest walk, longest walk, longest walk through horror attractions in feet. Don't care. Sorry, who won that first bit? I did, but it doesn't matter because no one laughed at my joke. I, I laughed at it. I was on mute though. Um, no, you what? said two million. What? Yeah, of course. Warren's saying you laughed at your joke. I was the closest by far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said and I two. Also laughed at your joke. Yeah, I got and I got a bigger laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Where, where's your cutoff point? Two. Um, six thousand three hundred and forty-four feet at the Pure Ooh. Terror Screen Park in Monroe, New York. <laughs> so wow. you're all well, well off again. Um, wow. Fastest time to carve one ton of pumpkins. It's not like you're not even trying, if I'm honest. Um, Steve Clark in Atlantic City, October 2008. Uh, three hours, 33 minutes oh. and 49 seconds. I mean, it's a ton of pumpkins. 52 minutes. <laughs> Some pumpkins are quite big and it didn't specify yeah. the level I, so of detail. I was thinking they were like, yeah, I was thinking they were like 40 pound pumpkins, so it's 50 yeah. pumpkins, right? Yeah. All right. But, but I, 50, I think I got them yeah, that. yeah, well, well done, well done, Warren. Uh, he, he, probably used right. the, he probably used the Dremel. Like, so, I'm a bit embarrassed. All because, about the bass, about the bass, no Dremel. Again, very, very <laughs> You're stupidly. laughing at that, but you're not laughing at my egg and spoon race <laughs> for fibromyalgia. Well, uh, so I've done a typical MJ thing, and I've done something very stupid. Yeah, so I was envisioning one very big pumpkin... <laughs> <laughs> and my mind didn't even question where did they get such a massive pumpkin yeah that's that's stupid i'm stupid yeah this, this happened in halloween town yeah <laughs> um dracula is the most portrayed horror character of all time but as of 2014 he was in 155 films fuck uh, off he's in way more than that of a are you serious Apparently so. Apparently so. It was it was a bit difficult to find anything post two thousand fourteen. Like when I look now, it's like 
more than 200 is all it says. It doesn't actually give a specific... Really? Why yeah, I so feel like that's a very small number. Maybe, yeah, it's just vamp- maybe Dracula himself. Yeah, like va- vampires I mean, vampires, vampires yeah. easily a lot more than that, but Dracula himself... Oh, but yeah, I, I, I sort of think it's quite surprised that it's that low. I think I think he's only second overall in feature films behind. Anyone want to guess? The Invisible Man? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's in, in every 570 film. people. Uh, he's in every single film. Father Christmas? Uh, no. No. Uh, he, a he horror put, monster? No, no, no. Any any character. Oh, oh um, any character. Vin Diesel. <laughs> Is he a character? Himself. Uh, um, there must be that it's... many Fast and Furious films, aren't there? Oh no, he wasn't in Fast and Furious Three, was he? Was uh, um... so that, that's the he was actually? Yeah. Was well, Jack Ryan in Three, yeah. He wasn't in Two. On the trade, he wasn't in Two. Yeah, he showed up in like the Stinger. Mm. Yeah. On, uh, three. Was um... it like Santa Claus? No, it's not Santa Claus. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, San- I'm going to say Santa Claus as well, actually. Uh, okay. God, Jesus. Okay. Jesus. Oh, Ooh. Jesus. Fiction, fiction, fictional characters. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it, 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 it's Sherlock Holmes, anyway. Is it? Wow. Yeah. How did they find him? No, that was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Where's Wally? <laughs> uh, right the, mon- the monster mash. The word mash is used. You've th- only thirty-four times. What? He did the map. Who said that? Uh, you said sixty-two, so you you won that one, MJ. He so just the, clarify he the, did the math. The league. You know what it was? <laughs> I feel like I, it was a it's a three-part harmony doing the monster mash. So I just added three. Yeah, that's, three that's, what, that's what it was. Can there's, I tell you? Can I tell five. you? Go on. So I actually count. I actually was pretty close to that number. I thought it was about thirty-four or something. That was what I counted because I did four times the chorus, which is what six or so times. Yeah. Um, and then just these dickheads saying, oh, yeah, it's about 150. I was like, oh, clearly I don't know the song as well as them. It must say it outside of the chorus repeatedly. I thought there were... It's, it's, so it's, it's said five times... Um, sorry, it said... Uh, no, it's said six times in five choruses. And, oh. then there's, and then there's four random ones dotted in the song itself. So there you go. The winner, and he's back on, on top of the guessing game. Uh, it's sure. Uh, well done, mate. Not, sure, not entirely sure you can call it a guessing game this week, Nathan. I think you'll find that most of those <laughs> most of those could be worked out with a little application of knowledge and some basic maths. So, yeah, I okay. suppose if, you, if you've got a background in music, you would have got the, uh, the last yeah. one as well. And a ba- yeah. background in uh, ghost, gatherings of ghosts. For, that, was, yeah. that was my yeah. big weak point. I mean, I would have probably fucking nailed the guessing game if I didn't <laughs> throw that ghost question. Or if you've ever seen like a to, pumpkin. I'd just yeah. like to remind everyone who's listening as well, uh, regardless of your beliefs or interests, um, it's not that I don't believe in ghosts. It's, it's that, that they don't, don't exist. exist. Carry on. You've used that one before, mate. I use it all the time. I love it. Yeah, it's very good. It's very I, good I like watching... The belief in people's eyes drain out when I confirm the non-existence of ghosts, and I invigorate their lives because ah, oh, I'm terrorised by a ghost in my house. It's moisture and temperature. <laughs> Why don't you just let them have their fun, man? Yeah, exactly. Because uh, terrorised, didn't it? I'm hoping. <laughs> 
Yeah. Nate here. If you're like me and have a dangerous amount of disposable income that you can't be trusted with, why not head on over to patreon.com and give some of it to your favourite food review channel and podcast provider. And while you're there, why not give us some money? Way! Nah, but seriously, patreon.com forward slash food review UK. Help us get Gossy some new glasses or something. He looks ridiculous. Right. Let's <laughs> let's get into some spooky talk about Halloween. But remember that ghosts, but ghosts don't exist. So thanks for that, MJ. Well, yeah, right. Do you want to do you want to shit on anything else about you know? werewolves, Michael? They don't exist, but they exist in fiction. Vampires. Again, exist in fiction. Mummies. Yeah, they're real. <laughs> there we go. Right, we found one. Let's talk okay. about it. What's your favourite mummy and why? <laughs> Tutankhamun. Famous. Next. Yeah. Oh, he's only gone. Oh, he, he only likes the, 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 the hits. Yeah. <laughs> so you're a, you're Such a, a mummy, are you? Yeah, yeah I, I like Who's your favourite? Oh, it's probably um, Cheryl. <laughs> You've probably not heard of her. No, I haven't. You're right. No. Cheryl. She's really good. She's really good. Um, in Egypt, is she? She's oh, she's she's yeah, she's pretty underground. Shouldn't have gotten me as good as What what genre is she? A rapper? Oh no, don't. <laughs> You've ruined it. Um, right, Halloween. I'm going to ask a really random question. A uh, really random question to kick this off. When is Halloween? Now, don't say October 31st. We know that. But, like, when does, when, when does quote-unquote, Halloween season start? <laughs> People near me have had decorations up since the start of October. Like, oh, it's, God, yeah. it's just turned into Christmas now, hasn't it? But in October. Oh, October at the very latest it begins. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was my question. Now, obviously, this country, generally speaking... Historically, it was very much maybe the last week of October, but we are seeing it getting a a much bigger holiday than it's ever been. Um, we've got an American on the show, which is much uh, much more useful to us in terms of the the Halloween Halloween traditions, um, because obviously it's been a huge, huge, huge part of the American um, culture for for such a long time. Warren, America, talk to us about Halloween and. Like when does it when does it start? When when's America's Halloween season really kick in? Is it the beginning of October? Is it earlier? Is it later? I feel like at minimum it starts at the beginning of October. Yeah. If you were to ask me. I would stay in my household, it's usually a week prior, and try to be up and ready by yes. October first. Love that. But it also like again, we include so it's decorations, it's movies it's video games like we do we do a whole thing to at least make it more than just you know candy and candles Hmm. you know and we have our traditions i I think at least that we keep we like to do um i appreciate i appreciate mj's efforts there yeah yeah he's, he's really gone all out um is it like how how big is it it's, it seems like such a stupid question, but how big is Halloween in America? Like, it, it seems like it's it's just incredibly huge. Like, it just seems like it's it's pretty much every household celebrates it. I, I'm sure that's not true, but 
Is it? Yeah, I mean, is it's, it, it's is it third after? Is it, yeah. is it third after Thanksgiving? In Christmas? I mean, the only thing with Thanksgiving is Thanksgiving has begun to just be enveloped with Christmas talk. So people treat Thanksgiving like it's two days. Yeah, let's say like the night before when you're cooking, you know, the long the long cooked food before the Thanksgiving dinner. By Black Friday, it's Christmas, and some people celebrate Christmas as soon as Halloween is over. It is, it's getting pretty wild, especially if you work in retail. Like you're like mm-hmm. some people, if you were to go out now and buy Halloween candy, Christmas stuff's already out in mm-hmm. America in most places. Yeah, I don't agree. Same with that, here, to be honest, in that regard. I, I respect I respect the hustle. <laughs> yeah. But I am my my favorite is like Halloween is still my favorite holiday of the year just because I I guess I appreciate the fact that a lot more people like I feel like horror somehow is forgotten and and movies and things like that it's just not something that is popular or successful other than being in fall in the Northeast, other than being the latter half of the year before Christmas. If you throw a, throw a horror movie out in February, it's supposed to be crap. Uh, but if you can get a late September release or something like that, like it just for some reason, it's this really tight-knit time. And that's okay. It doesn't have to be a year-long thing. But for for me to feel comfortable like watching horror movies and, and welcoming other people to watch them and play games and things like that, I, I think a month is plenty of time to celebrate a holiday. So I make sure that October is ready. How, how do you feel come 1st of November? Is it like, that's it, Halloween's done and you want to just move on, or do you still feel spooky? <laughs> uh, I would say I would say if I'm being fiscal, it would be the weekend after. So if like so this particular year, by November 2nd, we're Halloween down. But if Halloween fell on like a Wednesday, we'd let it run through the week, and right. then November fourth, whatever, we'd cut it down. So, but Halloween happens to be on a Saturday this year, which yeah. is great. Um, MJ Stewart, yeah, how how are you guys for the Halloween? Not necessarily the specific traditions. We'll get onto that in a second. But how are you about Halloween as a as a holiday? I, I, I get the impression MJ's a, a fan of it. Um, Stuart. Yeah, I like it. I th- um, we 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 do more than we traditionally would have done. Theo likes it, so we we do a lot around that. In an ideal world, we'd have some kind of family get together on Halloween. Um, it's, it's fun, isn't it? Like it's just it's it's an opportunity an opportunity once the oh we s- we we've lost it. This is turning into the horror movie host. What? Yeah. What? You, you you cut out very briefly there. Oh, did um, I? And- the- and there was also a demon over your shoulder. Nice. The, um, <laughs> yeah, it was the, a demon the, that was. I wasn't sure about. Obviously, like we've summer's gone, and it's the first opportunity that you've got to do something to kind of try and lift your spirits a little bit pre spirits pre pre Christmas. Um, so yeah, I, I buy I buy into it. I like it. I like watching a a, a scare a spooky movie, not a scary movie, perhaps. Um, Get 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 involved in all that kind of stuff. Put some decorations up. I like it. I like a spooky aesthetic anyway. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I'm all, I'm all in. I'm all in for Halloween. And uh, you're a Halloweener. Yeah, massive fan actually. Love um, 
love spooky season, love uh, theme parks at Halloween because of the scare events. Um, but driving, love, but, but we, driving theatres at Thought Park. Fucking Ooh. hell. Come on. Yeah, not. Come on. Let's not, please. Um, let's not. Let's not. Let's not. Let's not. Um, all right, let's 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 move on to the actual specific traditions that we we observe. Obviously, this year is going to be a weird one because of everything. Um, but let's just talk generally about these um, traditions. Uh, I think one of the the biggest, if not the biggest, is is, is the trick or treating. Um, is it something you did as a kid? And conversely, do you hide when the when the doorbell rings nowadays as an adult? <laughs> um, it's very much something that I did as a kid. I actually did it. I think I did it. What I would be deemed quite old. I think I did it up until the age of like sixteen. Um, and yeah, love it. And yeah, more than happy to answer the door to children. Are you are you a generous gifter? Yeah, I'd or do you, say or do you so. just open the door and just say oh, hiya, thanks? No, I'd say fairly generous. What do you what do you, what do you stock? Um, so Which I think is... this year we've got some Haribo. Right. Um, but you. Oh, we've got oh. quite a. Um... Oh, we lost you then, yeah. Michael. Yeah, your audio oh. went there. Fucking hell, this is getting tricky. This is getting dark. This is is proper becoming uh, hostage. Yeah. Um, So you you got some Haribo. Yeah, so (laughs) um, we get sent quite a lot of stuff these days because of the old chans. So um, Oh, so you're just handing out freebies. No, no, no. No. It's good to know. No, no, no. How much did you pay for the Haribo? Uh, so yeah, we uh, we we tend to have quite a few little bits. <laughs> um, Stuart, do you welcome trick or treaters? Absolutely. What usually happens is that Gemma takes Theo out, and I stay in and do the trick or treaters. This year it's a funny one, though, isn't it? Like, yeah. we're like what what do we do? So we've got some bits in, but we're not encouraging. So like, no. usually we'd have signs out and stuff, and I put a put a pumpkin out at the end of the driveway and we'd have a big sign saying trick-or-treaters this way and all that kind of business. We're not going to do that. So we're going to try and discourage trick-or-treaters. But um, it's, a, it's a funny one. Yeah, we... Yeah, we Just put a, put a vote Tory sign or something up. I've already got one. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Let's put that up. Yeah, <laughs> Kid, kids, kids probably don't like Tories at the moment, I'm sure. Um, Warren, I, I, I suspect the, the over there, again, like I say, this year, by the by, but... I, I, Bigger thing over there, trick or treating. Oh yeah, uh, I was I was a late late trick or treater as well. Probably like fourteen, fifteen, I think. I, I definitely took costumes seriously when the time came, and even up until probably like last year, and costume parties, things like that. So that's definitely something up my alley. Um, we try to make it interesting every year when it comes to like trying to make. It's fun to do the trick-or-treating thing. So yeah. if someone is coming to the house and they are trick-or-treating, so we would get, uh, like my wife would get like a six-pack of, you know, we'll just say white claw for the sake, but I don't know if she did it this particular year. And then I got like a six-pack. And we would sit on our 
porch and we made a bet where she said she thought there'd be more Disney princesses than anything else on the on the on the block. And I said Marvel superheroes and whoever basically anytime you got your your pick, you would have to take a drink. So whoever finishes oh, their first that. got to pick the movie and the popcorn flavor. So you'll learn about my popcorn flavor tradition. Um, and then she definitely won that year. Disney princesses littered our entire look down the block, and I saw I, I thought I had it fucking locked. I was like, it's Marvel. <laughs> it's gonna be easy. Superman's the easiest costume ever. And I there was there must have been five. And I was like, um, like I just I lost so easily. I love that though. That's 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 cool. I I don't know if 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 the UK's embraced that side of things at this point. I think we're still we're still very much learning. I would say we're still to some degree in the infancy of of, of adopting all of these traditions. Um, so yeah, but I, I, I love that idea. You, you mentioned something there that I was I was gonna I was gonna say. You suggested that you were fourteen or fifteen when you started trick or treating. Yeah, um, I started. <laughs> yeah. Um, what this is open to everyone what is where's where's your cutoff point where what's the age <laughs> mj mj um has done another visual thing that obviously I, i'd have to let in the listeners so he's he's taken a photo of his background he's photoshopped in a demonic ghostly looking woman uh and used it as his background so it looks like he's got a ghost over his shoulder it's very good it's very good well that's it's all it's all well and good saying that i've turned off the fake background and she's still have here have you it's good that Michael. yeah yeah well done <laughs> no look there's, there's his body brilliant well done Emily. Um, <laughs> oh hang on that's weird i didn't do the curtain thing what the fuck cool um what yeah what, i didn't do that what, bit. yeah let's move on what um yeah, what is the what is the cutoff age for trick or treaters? What at what age is it unacceptable for somebody to come knocking at your door looking for free food? Thirteen, fourteen. <laughs> so um, just just younger than Warren started. <laughs> yeah, I think, like I say, I think the last time I did it was the age of sixteen or something. And MJ's trying to pretend he's haunted. It's really good. He's probably going to come back on with like a, a horror mask or something and try and scare us. It's excellent humour. Oh, now he's got no background. Agree. And it's. Yeah, a, it's I, it... only said 15, I said 15. I, I would say 15 just because of like siblings taken there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's. Oh, that, I think that's fine. I think. I think if you're. If, I think if you're that age and you're. Um, <laughs> just <now laughs> pretending to be dead on his desk. While he's laughing. It's fucking stupid. Um, yeah. I, I. I don't. I think. I think. Kids doing it that age with younger siblings or whatever. That's absolutely fine. I've got no problems with that. But it's when you get groups of that age. I think maybe yeah. it's. It's. Starting to take a little bit of the piss, um, and whatever. Yeah, you're on mute, Michael. Do you remember that when you did that bit where you you, went, <laughs> you put yourself on mute so that you could do a bit? <laughs> yeah, sorry. So yeah, it can be construed as uh, threatening when you reach sort of seventeen as well, can't it? You? you don't yeah. really want gangs of uh, troublesome 
teenagers I mean, knocking on your door, do you? <laughs> I mean, we've all seen like uh, the strangers <laughs> and funny games, uh, and it is very much in that mold, isn't it? Stuart has done the same. He's got a haunting image behind him now, and there's a ghost to the left of it. Didn't have flipped the picture, haven't I? And it's not worked. Yeah. <laughs> Look at your face though in the other one. So good. So good. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Lean out the way. Of... <laughs> yeah, got it. Um, it's the we, uh... face of like someone goes, "Hey, Stewart!" Like that's the face of it. Yeah, yeah. He's just been caught. There it that's is. The there that's the face of a man who thought he locked the toilet and someone's walked in. <laughs> That's a good effect. <laughs> oh, 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 audio mm-hmm. format. This is yes. really good. And I want to, I want to thank, uh, I think it was Carl who suggested we do a Halloween episode. So hopefully we're, Hopefully that we're uh, living up to the expectations. Yeah, we're hitting them all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You asked, we delivered. Uh, we titled it Halloween. We just fucked around for two hours. Um, any other games? Any other Any other, Any other? other non... I'm not going to say non-food traditions, but any, 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 any traditions that aren't necessarily revolving around eating a specific food. So I'm thinking in the UK, we used to have like bobbing frapples. Yeah. Bobbing. I know it's food, it's so dead in it, bobbing for apples. Yeah, Imagine that in, a, in a COVID world as well, oh. like the absolute worst yeah. health and safety. Like we let people do that. We used to let them dribble into a big bowl of water, <laughs> and then you'd go bobbing yourself afterwards. Like well, I've always been uh-huh. a bit sort of COVID sensitive, even before COVID. I've always been like I would, I would never really like touching other things and I already carried hand sanitizer and all that sort of thing. So yeah, bobbing for apples. Fucking creepy. Do you bob for apples in America, Warren? Uh it is a common thing, not something that I ever into. I don't know if it was because <laughs> something about a, an apple in a in like a keg tub in the middle of the woods or something just didn't seem appealing to me. I'd rather just go <laughs> grab an apple need it i was really looking forward to it but uh yeah it is it's still pretty common though like i hear about it a lot i mean it's 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 bobbing for apples it's pumpkin picking like that's at least we do in the northeast because it's tough yeah Yeah. no that's a countrywide thing i'm learning quickly that common things i do in the northeast it's like what sorry (laughs) my bad yeah well that's the thing with your countries obviously there's, there's so many different states and all these different traditions and and and, and everything it's, it's not a surprise that each state or even each area of each state has its own traditions um uh-huh. do you guys partake in the, warren mentioned there the part the, the the pumpkin carving I, i've never i've never done it myself or certainly not as an adult i, I can't remember doing it maybe maybe I wow. once as, a, as a kid or something like that i'm not really i'm not really crafty i'm not really good with my hands when it comes to that sort of shit so I, it, it would end up being its own horror story if i'm honest i'd either cut my hand off or it would just be a, a mess and i would just be depressed about the whole thing yeah carve, carve at least one pumpkin every year yeah yeah uh, any any go-to designs or do you do you know, I, I like doing a, I like doing a traditional 
pumpkin. I've tried to do slightly more involved pumpkins. Like you'll see these pumpkins that people do on you know on the internet, and um, and some of them are some of them are ridiculous. Like I've got a cousin who does pump who who does pumpkins that like are very Instagrammable, um, and it's. Uh, I like I like a, I like the traditional I like the traditional but similarly if I had a Dremel I think I'd have a go at a you know a fancy pumpkin where oh you, nice where you where you go in at different depths to achieve yeah to achieve different colours and what have you yeah it's good as pumpkins I'd like to go picking pumpkins which uh, like Warren said that sounds oh. like something that'd be be lots and lots of fun. Speaking yeah. of the different depths, um, I had a memory pop up today where is it it was a pikachu that i carved several years ago there it is um i'll see if cool. i can share an image on like the facebook group or something because once again this is another another you've visual got, image yeah you've, 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 you've got the... your you've got your fake background on michael we can't see anything ah uh, that is <laughs> that is annoying. i mean unless unless this pikachu looks like a lasagna oh there we go <laughs> well that's quite good michael yeah it was a, it yeah. Pikachu's a good one because it's so simple yeah what are the ears? Um, uh, bit of, it's a bit of the pumpkin. <laughs> the right. things he hears out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm gonna due to a carve our pumpkin tomorrow. Uh, we do tend to do quite non-traditional, so I might do the I might try and do the venom logo, but um, it's quite intricate, so I might just do a silly face. Why don't, why don't you do venom's ass? <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant, good reference. Uh, people can hear about that on the um, Mavi Fat. Episode. The oh, last, no, e- hear about the last, ep- last episode and this episode. And if next we just episode. keep referencing it, yeah, might start up a, a, a spin-off <laughs> podcast about Venom's ass. Um, <laughs> I, I assume you partake, Warren. Yeah, I, I would say um, I like part. I like carving pumpkins. We didn't really get a chance to do it this year. Uh, we were a little busy with just other family things going on, but we still got to celebrate. We didn't get to pick. Uh, usually we like to go out and pick our pumpkin and then carve the pumpkin we pick. Um, the other, the food thing we do in my home, and I feel like this is the time of year to do it, is we do full. So, like, since we, we watch a lot of movies at the house, we celebrate by going to, like, a popcorn shop and we buy, like, you know, not just, like, butter and cheddar. Like, we'll get, like, savory or frankenberry spicy bacon cheddar uh, they have candy corn popcorn like little things like that so like that's our way of just like just like a new flavor and we try to associate with fall and halloween so well that's nice it's not kind of our thing because it's easy to have to it doesn't spoil all that much just something that kind of makes it easy and if we're playing games or watching movies the other person can you know hey did you try this this new fruit yet? The Frankenberry is actually kind of good. I wasn't expecting that to be as good as it was. Do you guys have Frankenberry? Do you know what Frankenberry is? No, is, is it that a, a, a cereal breakfast you guys cereal? have in in the UK? No, it is. Yeah, it's like it's so it's Count Chocula, but then there's yeah. Blueberry Frankenberry. Yeah, the, never tried it. Aware the Frankenberry, of it, it's actually a pretty good flavor. Cool. Yeah, no, we don't get those, but we're, I think we're they're so we're aware of them as a pop culture reference more more than a food, yeah. really. Yeah, exactly. Sure. What, um, what, so, what flavor are they? Obviously, berry, but like as far what, as kids cereals go. What, what, what berry are they? Are they just like general, like mixed berries, or are they? So, blueberry is blueberry, obviously, and frankenberry is more like it's basically like strawberry and raspberry sort of together. 
Um, nice. They come in two different flavors, like two different puffs, and they have little marshmallows with them. But are they? They're, I assume uh, they're, but they're pretty good. I assume they're available all year round. They're not like a Halloween specific thing. Ooh, usually, it's just Count Chocula uh, year round, and you got to go if you go to your supermarket, like an end cap. We'll have all you know, the General Mills haunted cereals. Haunted cereals. So, but they're good though. I mean, they, they definitely hold. They, if you're into children's, yeah, haunted exactly. If you're into like childhood cereals, like you know, if you're gonna eat like cinnamon toast crunch, like something you remember, like Lucky Charms, they, they're on par with those. They're just not something you equate with eating them, in, you know, May, <laughs> like during the summer. <laughs> At least I personally, I personally don't. On 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 that point, let's move on to food specific. I guess. I mean. It, it... I guess this time of year, Halloween, obviously we've we've got, but obviously a, a new season, so to speak. Um, what are there any food traditions that we associate with this type of year? Obviously, the internet is awash with pumpkin spice. That's that's you know it's the big one. Um, but is there is there anything else at this time of year, or even for Halloween itself, the day, the season that we uh, that, that we have? Obviously. I, I posted in the Facebook group the other day that this is this is the time to start having like nice big chunky stews, not Stuarts. Um, but is is there anything else that you guys start to enjoy this time of year, or as I say, specifically Halloween? Well, I would assume Stuart and I would agree. Yeah, I'm, I'm. Let's see what you bring up. Uh, October is. Um... For the first time this year, I decided to celebrate Oktoberfest um, and get a load of German special Oktoberfest beers. Uh, and we ate some 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 wieners. So we went we went tried to go full on uh, kind of uh, Munich for it. Um, so I think I'll keep that up as a bit of a tradition, and we'll, you know, around it around the Halloween time. I've, I've, I, I'm, I've got a feeling that Warren's might be mentioning like a pumpkin beer or something. I've, do you know what? I've never had a pumpkin beer that I've enjoyed. Wow. Mm. I think maybe in America. Then we will not agree. So. Yeah. <laughs> I think based on what I've seen from from some of our American friends, that pumpkin beers in America are significantly better than pumpkin beers over here, unless people in America have just got absolutely dead opinions on beer. Warren, mm. I yeah, I wouldn't be able to argue in either direction there, but but I will. It is something we you know. We're, we're, I wouldn't say I'm a like a beer expert or, or even that i just i do fancy myself like having a different type of i'm only going to have one or two if we're out and this time of year i'm not going to be like all pumpkin all the time kind of a thing but yeah like if we went out uh last weekend and they had a it was called pump queen and it was a, a it was a cream a pumpkin cream and it was fantastic uh, it had mm. such a great finish and it was one of the stronger beers I've ever had as far as alcohol content, but it was so smooth and just so effective as far as it didn't have like that spice kick that you're expecting when you think of that. Mm -hmm. It had like very, very, very lack of bitter for it and that like sort of finish that you think of. It was just right down the middle. Cool. What, what brewery was that? And when you think of a pumpkin beer, you're expecting it to be very oh, um oh boy I, hope, I believe it's forgotten boardwalk i hope i'm not wrong. um but forgotten boardwalk is their 
local. Right. And they even have like um, they have a, like a funnel cake. They're just they're obviously just enough to mull it, not overtake it where it takes like a sweet beer. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a shame we'll never get to try it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you've said, you've, said, you've said before, like, getting American beers. Is it I'll just be American? Sure one for you. Is it American beers specifically, sure that you have difficulty with, or is it all sort of foreign beers? That... No, it's American beers. It's So it's it's expensive to import them anyway because they need cold storage. For good, good oh. beers need to be kept in cold storage from the moment they're canned. Um, but also oh. there, there are issues around um, federal export laws like some beer some some states they can't even export their beer to other states wow because america's crazy so and when and when we can get them over here because of things like the increased uh, the increased cost in shipping them over in cold storage and stuff they can be silly silly money and actually for for the most part they're no they're not they're no better than the best beers that we make anyway. Mm. Um, so, like, for a, a beer from, say, Other Half Brewery, who are the big hype New York brewery, um, if if when their cans drop over here, you're talking at least a tenner a can, at least a tenner a can, up to oh. 12, 13, 14 quid a can. Um, and that won't necessarily be any better than a beer from a UK hype brewery at maybe six or seven quid a can. Yeah, I would never pay fifteen for a can. No, so that's that is a bummer. That it costs that much for you. Well, that's our, beers, such a bummer. Our, our beers are more expensive anyway. Like I've said this before, I've seen um, Michael bought me a can of a, a beer uh, called Even More Jesus, um, and that beer over here is like eight, nine quid a can. I've seen a, a photo from a petrol station in America where a four pack was twelve dollars ninety nine. Yes. So that's like ten ten quid for four cans in a petrol station, and over here it's eight or nine quid from a specialist beer shop for one. So our oh, beers oh. are beer prices over here. Beer duty is a lot higher. Um, so might move to might move oh, to America. So I can't see that there's any downside in in moving to America at the moment. Right? <laughs> uh, wait, wait a couple of weeks and maybe yeah. we'll figure it out. Yeah, um, but this isn't a beer episode. Um, MJ, do you uh, do you have any? No, uh, not... autumn slash Halloween food traditions. Anything you eat this time of year? I mean, autumn <laughs> a bit more general. But... Yeah, there isn't really anything. I mean, we obviously try and pick up stuff for the old reviews. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, there's not really. There's the thing is, there's not that much exciting UK food at Halloween. There just isn't. Twitter at Food Review UK, Facebook also at Food Review UK, and on Instagram at Fruitgram. Check it out. On um, on on that, you said about the products that you pick up. Let's let's transition into that then a little bit. You obviously 
do all, do all the reviewing. Is there anything that comes out at this time of year, whether it's new, I guess, this year or a repeat offender, um, that comes out that you're looking forward to? I mean, to me, I don't I don't really buy into as much as I love Halloween. I don't really buy into the the the, the 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 gimmicky products that come out necessarily because realistically a lot of them just look like repackaged or recolored or yeah. you know, yeah. do you know what I mean it, it it doesn't seem to yeah. be quite and maybe that's just because there's not a lot of flavors around at this time of year like with, with Christmas there's certain flavors we associate yeah. with with Christmas oh, or definitely. or slash it's a much more indulgent time of year so it mm. means that they can just be a bit more experimental with foods whereas realistically. I mean, what what flavors could you associate with this outside of pumpkin? I guess cinnamon, uh, yeah. anything like that sort of spice, that winter spice, a bit earlier. But it's a massive shame, really. I suppose the only thing we do have is the sort of pumpkin spice uh, latte. Literally, I, mm. that is the only thing I can think of, and I don't even, you know, I'm not crazy about them. Um, if you look at Christmas, you've got things like mince pies, brandy butter, turkey things, all the sort of party food. If you even look at Easter, you got mini eggs and cream eggs. I appreciate they're pretty much available most of the year anyway. Um, but as you, you say, it's a, just... you don't have a Cadbury scream egg. You don't have those there. We do. Oh, well, because we got goo heads. They're called goo heads. Um, okay. But as Nate says, yeah. they're just like repackaged, really. So there's not yeah. really. And I honestly think that's a massive shame. Yeah, I don't. Like, I, don't know, I don't know what the answer is because, like I say, it's, this time of year, I guess there's not much in the way of outside of pumpkin. Mm. Um, the answer not... is one of these big chocolate companies need to pull their finger out and release a iconic Halloween chocolate that tastes good and comes out for what two or three months a year. Mm. Simple as that. But these dickheads won't do it. What um... in the uh, in the UK? Do you guys do you guys have ginger snaps over there? The yep. cookie? It's like a spice, like a spiced wafer. Yep. Uh, yeah. In at least in in the states, we we equate that with fall and Halloween. Okay. So we usually don't get ginger snaps until right at the end of summer, which again it is sort of still like a spiced sort of treat. So it still kind of hits mm. the same mark, but at least it is. It's not just you know pumpkin. <laughs> at least mm. it's something different. Um, as far as like a sweet treat, because sometimes you'll make. You'll make that, right? Like you'll make a ginger snap or a spice wafer as opposed to sugar cookies or whatever you make during Christmas time. Um, but yeah, you're not kidding. It It seems very, it's a very small like collection of edible things that relate to Halloween that isn't just all candy, which is what? sad. <laughs> the, 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 the one that sort of, for me, looking at America, because we don't really have this in our country, the one looking at America that seems at least to be at least to be intrinsically tied to Halloween more so than any other time of year is candy corn. Yeah, yeah. is that? But that's that's yeah. presumably something that's available all year round. It's not like it, it's released around Halloween. It's presumably something that is an all year round treat. Although they might, I don't know whether they adapt the flavors or do anything at this time of year to, to modify it. But it, it seems like it's. It's the only time that people ever really talk about candy corn. Is is that fair to say, or is that just a, a misconception on our part? I think it's. I think that's pretty true, and I, I feel like I'm the weirdo because I love candy corn. Yeah. Um, it's, it seems like everybody. It's like a, a butt of a joke. It's just candy corn is. You know, they use the same candy corn every year. They just wash it and repackage it. It's it's 
It's garbage. I don't know. I, <laughs> I love it, and I'm I'm kind of glad that it's not available year round, just because it would be a real problem for me. Like I equate it to the month of October, so I like get my fix for the whole month, and then I'm gladly able to put it aside. And just candy corn. So if they're like the little pumpkins, like the little sweet treat pumpkins that are in the same way, that they're not made the same. I don't know what it is, but like generic yeah, candy yeah. corn is flawless. I love generic candy corn. Yeah, we we we've, we've had a few. We've done a few reviews of them on the channel, um, and big. Fan. Have you had them, Stuart? No, never had them. I like the. I like. I always think they look nice. I like the idea of a, a like a slightly. Uh, is it like a, a slightly waxy gummy kind of thing? It's, it's pretty sort of... close to fudge. Is it? Yeah, it's yeah. That's, the, that's the closest thing I would I would equate it to. Hmm. Um, yeah. Slightly yeah, different. It's like a drier. It's like a drier fudge. Yeah. Firm, yeah, quite firm. I, I remember the first time, certainly that I, I don't know if you'd ha had the first um, candy corn review that we we did, MJ, which I think was the chocolate cake one. Yeah, I think yeah. yeah had you had it? Had you had it before then? I don't think so. No, because uh, it was definitely. I think it was definitely a food review thing because I was surprised by the texture that it's I'd always seen solid. them. Yeah, they look like they're boiled sweets. Yeah. Um, and if you feel them, you could like squeeze it as hard as you like, and you'd be like, "Oh yeah, that's steel or something." But then you put it in your mouth, and it, it's like sugary, like sugary yeah. fudge. It's weird. I was, we were, yeah. was I, I, can't, I can't, yeah, I can't, like you say, I can't remember if it was that first review we did where we were all like, "What the fuck is this texture?" But big, yeah, big fan. I, I'm, I, yeah, that, I wish they did release that in the UK. I'm, I'm surprised. Mm. It does surprise me the amount of things that are yeah. big traditions over in America, and they just never make them to the UK. Like you'd think that one would definitely come out because again, the Bracks do all the different flavors, don't they? And that's quite interesting. I'll tell you what I really like as well: the candy corn flavor white chocolate M and M's are fucking amazing. They're so nice. Sure, they are good. It's been a couple. It, what is it? Did they come out last year or two years ago? They're they're pretty good. I yeah. was surprised how much I enjoy I enjoy those. The thing is, uh, what I like about the, the coming back to Brax, um, it's just how full those bags are. Oh, it's like, crazy! They're they, so heavy. It's the it's the heaviest sweet I think I've ever seen yeah. in my life. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I would. It, it's oh, a shame, sure. They I, come I would, like pounds, like pounds. Yeah, yeah, it's Abs crazy. Absolutely, there's an. I'm just looking on. Oh, that's that's quite cheap. There's a 48 ounce bag of Halloween um, uh, candy corn, Brax, um, 56 pounds 66. If you want to put some Patreon money towards that, MJ. Decent, <laughs> decent. I'm looking here. Oh, sorry. Another brand that's available, but it, it says Sather's candy corn, and then it says underneath it from Brax. I don't know what that's all about. Oh, that's weird. Who? Sathers. Sathers. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I've heard that name. I never realized they were, a, a I guess, like a, a sister oh, yeah. company or a, mm. a parent company of Brax. Uh, Brax is the is the go-to, like, yeah. if you're ever going to find it anywhere, it's going to be Brax. Yeah. And they're good. I mean, they are they're exactly what they need to be, and they, they deliver yeah. every time. I'm, I'm very surprised that they've got such a bad reputation. I don't really understand why. I mean, there's, there's, to me, there's nothing particularly offensive about them. They're just. I mean, I don't know if it's just because they are quite insanely sweet. I mean, that's the only thing I can I can put it down to that people 
people might not might not like about them, but it's it's not like they they've got a weird taste. It's not like they've got a particularly weird texture. Like I don't see what's so offensive about them that they've become a bit of a joke. But um, there you go, yeah. there you go. Um, ooh. um, cool. Uh, 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 there's no other yeah, but there's no other products that you can. Have you had anything this year, MJ? What's the, what's the best thing you've had this year so far on the Halloween front? So the best thing I've had, they released a similar thing. Well, I'll just say it's it's American. Um, Last year was the first time I tried it. It's the Mountain Dew Voo Juice. It's a mystery flavor. Uh, Did it last year, and they've released a new different one this year. Um, And this year, to me, it tasted like the strawberry Skittles. Um, I've seen other reviewers say it just tastes like Skittles. Really nice. So basically just a Skittles flavor soda. Um, the only other thing that I'd say is genuinely really good was the, it's kind of a Halloween product. It's the Morrison's fruit salad flavored donuts, but they colored it green instead of the normal color, which is orange. Um, so they call them like slime donuts, but those are amazing. Those are 50 P five donuts, powdered sugar, delicious pineapple and raspberry flavor filling. Really, really tasty. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Bargain. That sounds great. (laughs) Yeah. Really good. I'd like to go to Morrison's. It's not one close enough to make it worth my while. But anyway, that's that's just by the by. It's Um, weird how transformed people's lives are just from which supermarkets they have nearby. Transformed. Yeah, very true. Because, like, for me, Asda, like, nearest is, like, 40 minutes for a good one. Sainsbury's, same. But Morrison's got a fantastic Morrison's. Got a fantastic Tesco. Good. Great stuff, great stuff. But your life is completely different because you have yeah. not got Morrison's, but I've you got, probably have got Asda. I've got an Asda within about 15 minutes drive, yeah. There you go, so, mate. There you go. It's it's different shops for different needs, I guess. Is the, as long as we got, as long as Woolworths comes back soon. Um, yeah. Right. <laughs> right, last, last, last thing I want to touch on um, before we, we, we close out the discussion. Um, we've talked about traditions, we've talked about foods, Um but you know, be remiss not to talk about movies and musics and uh, musics. Brilliant uh, music at this time of year. Um, Warren's a b- bit of a movie fan. I think we all are. We all enjoy films. Any any horrors that it, I mean, tr- it doesn't necessarily have to be that you traditionally watch them every year. But sort of what 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 horror would you if you if you're going to crack one on um, on a Halloween night? If you're going to crack back with uh, with with a, a horror that rhymes with that. Um, what are you chucking on Halloween night? Uh, so, so here's what I'll say. I'll, I'll break it down pretty easily for us. So, every every Halloween season, we pick a franchise. Oh them. wow! So, go, we go through all, all that. So, my wife picked Nightmare on Elm Street this year, which is how I know about Freddy in its entirety. Mm-hmm. We just went through that. We we do watch like a lot of new stuff that has come out. What I would say this year that we've done is we watched a lot of horror shorts. Uh, whether they are, we have a lot, a few, we have a few friends that are actually uh, actors in these shorts. So we nice. started making oh, friends. Wow. We're like, oh, sh- like send us all your stuff so we could watch like ten and twelve and fifteen short mm-hmm. films as opposed to maybe one long film that might not be as good uh, because it's got three good scares or whatever in it. So that's been like our newest thing recently, and we did get Shutter. I got it for my wife mm-hmm. for her birthday earlier this year. Just a, just a, hey, you can watch horror movies whenever you want because she is a horror hound she's huge they have slashics is what they call them so 
there's some good ones there. I would say for me, Halloween, Halloween night uh, every year is is Halloween. That's just that's my go-to. Michael Myers has always been my my, my favorite of that. Um, when it comes to uh, like a top five horror film, that that's like a near perfect film. So the thing is on that list, but it's not. It's just a, a good body horror movie. Halloween is the one that really just uh, uh, it seems really real. And I grew up two miles from a town called Haddonfield, New Jersey. Wow. So it being in Haddonfield, I had a cousin that used to mess with me and said, you know, it says Haddonfield, Illinois, but it's because they couldn't <laughs> say Haddonfield. Um, so it's just one of those that just always stuck with me, and that's definitely like the classic. Uh, what I would say is it's not necessarily horror, but it's horror adjacent, so I'm taking it as with Stuart not seeming to be as a giant fan. I would recommend Blood Machines on Shudder. It sounds like it's a little wonky, but basically oh, it's like a sci-fi like, one. Yeah, it's a sci-fi one and basically ships have personality like ships are beings and there's like this religious cult around instead of, you know, ripping ships apart to feed for parts for other ships, they have mm-hmm. like you're, it's basically killing a human being to them like a creature and they worship it and it's basically this quick it's 3 30-minute episodes and, and it just tells a fucking awesome story. Um and again, it's not really horror, but it is like just because you're in this world that you don't understand. So in and itself is sort of a horror film. But uh, it, the music's incredible. Carpenter Brood is like such an amazing well, composer. Um, I've just I've, so I recommend that. I've just pulled it up <laughs> now, uh, and I've just read that about Carpenter. I own. I, I've never heard of the. I've never heard of Blood Machines, and I've only ever heard of Carpenter Brute because they did a remix of a Ghost song a couple of years ago, which was really really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'll, I'll look yeah, into that. He's he's an amazing, yeah. yeah. He's an amazing video game composer too. If you play like Fury, it's a game called Fury that he did music for, and it's just it's incredible. Yeah. And the other half for me is I I play more video I play more horror games than I watch horror movies yeah. this time of year. So well, I'm, I'm definitely the weirdo. <laughs> do, you, do you do you have a game that you go to at this time of year, or is it just any that take your fancy? Uh, we try to we try to mix it up on the the Metal Gear Mondays. We have a um, a monthly game club that we do. So this particular month they they picked Bloodborne uh, okay. to play the From Software game, which is really good. Uh, it's definitely it's spooky adjacent because it takes place in basically it seems like fifteenth century London kind mm-hmm. of feel like kind of steampunky, but you know there's werewolves. It's very Lovecraftian. Um, Personally, my pick, I try to pick a, a new like a new game to like really delve into. This particular year, I picked Darkwood. And Nate, of all people, knows I'm, I'm a big indie game guy. And Darkwood's an indie game that came out last year. It finally came out full release, and it's a top-down. But just the game design, the, the sound design of it. So if you're playing in headphones or in a surround sound environment, nothing's scarier than that. And, mm-hmm. uh, a go-to game for me every year is anything Resident Evil, Silent Hill, or Dead Space, they're going to be like those top five that I'm going to play at any time during the Halloween season because horror games are uh, they're so rare, but they're so good when they're good. Nice, MJ Stewart. Do you do you have anything that or, or you might not have a traditional film that you, you would watch, but let's let's just say this year for argument's sake, you, you, you've got to Halloween night. What would what would you put on? You said about you'd put on something spooky. What what does that mean to you, Stuart? So we'll we'll watch Nightmare Before Christmas at some point on Halloween. We'll watch Hocus Pocus oh. at some point around Halloween. Um, 
Hocus Pocus. You, I'd, I'd I'd love to watch. Um, <laughs> I'd I'd love to watch Monster Squad. I'd love, oh, to, nice. I'd love to show that yes. to Theo, but yes. I, I, I believe it's it hasn't aged very well in a lot of ways. Um, I, I watched it fairly recently. Hmm, maybe for the first time. Right. And uh, yeah, it was it wasn't my it wasn't my thing. Uh, I can I could see why somebody would have like a historic um, yeah. nostalgia feelings for it, but but that, yeah, it was that might be one of my that movie might have like one of my favorite portrayals of Dracula though. It's pretty Monster cool. Squad. I think that Dracula was like a really good Dracula. In that yeah, movie. It, was a, it was a great movie as a kid, but like um, I think a lot of the a lot of a lot of accusations of th- just like kind of casual homophobic language and stuff that that that's in it that I don't yeah. necessarily want to subject my son to at his age. You know, maybe if he was fi- maybe if he was like fourteen, fifteen, and you could explain to him that it's not not necessarily cool. Um, but we did watch Vampires vs. the Bronx the other week, which for me completely fills that Monster Squad void. That was a great film. Pretty good, right? I thought that was I thought that was pretty good. It was really it. good. Yeah, really I liked it. Out for sure, yeah. I yeah. watched the trailer and it just looked, I don't know, it just looked like it was missing something. Obviously, that's unfair to, to judge it by the trailer, but it just I was just watching it. I was like, yeah, I just don't know if this is... I don't know what this is supposed to be, and it's it didn't good. really. It's really good. It's really good. It's worth a watch, definitely. But I've ne- I've never seen any. Like you mentioned, I'm watching Halloween. I've never seen any classic horror movies at all. I've Do you seen... not like horror? No, I don't. I don't like being scared, mate. Oh. I'm my I, I'm I I overthink things and I drive myself crazy, so I can't really watch it. Oh, okay. I've maybe seen I've maybe seen one or two Freddy movies, uh, and I've watched Evil Dead. Obviously, and Army of Darkness. I love Bruce Campbell. So, um, do you know what I might bust out? Do you know what I might bust out this Halloween? Because I haven't watched it for a few years. I might, I might bust out Bubba Hotep um, <laughs> nice. as a, as a, as a nice kind of Stuart, Fre- Stuart, awesome. Stuart friendly, fam- uh, spooky movie. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say though, man, you gotta, you definitely gotta try and dabble in the just one classic like in the 1940s you know like you can watch there's some really good stuff that's early on that it's very it doesn't really like play with your mind it's just more yeah. you're enjoying the spectacle of the film do you know what we, um we, i would recommend it because it, it's fun it's, we were in, it's a good time man. we were in a place the other week a food place and they had, it's in a, it's in an old cinema and they had loads of a lot of Frankenstein posters up, a lot of Boris Karloff style Frankenstein posters, and my son was asking about that, and I've had a look, and there's quite a few, even 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 some of the old ones. I'll I'll show him a twelve. He's nine. I'll show him a, a twelve rated film. Um, so maybe we might maybe we might delve into some proper classic um, Vincent Price mm-hmm. Boris Karloff stuff. Yeah. You, you 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 said there about Evil Dead. Now I, I've only seen it the once. Yeah. Would I, I don't know it. I don't remember it well enough. Would, would that be something that Theo could watch? Or is oh, he God, still no. too young? No, no, God, no. no, no, no. I would imagine not. So, no, <laughs> no. I thought no. the fact that it's quite while. cheesy and quite over the top and and, and, still, and whatnot, still far Isn't too it quite horrifically violent. Yeah, still far too violent. Is it? Still far. I don't. Too, I don't. I don't, I don't remember swearing. it well enough to. Yeah, have you never watched the? Uh, Nate, never... The first one is the first one is before the humor really. Right. Yeah, the first well, one's like legitimately an attempt to be a horror film. Because Evil Dead Two is just a a, com, a a more comedic remake of Evil Dead One. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, Army, bigger Army, budget, more laughs. Yeah, and then Army of Darkness is the good film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you say so. Um, <laughs> MJ. Um, I yeah, there's there's none that I really rewatch. Probably. Um, what's your favourite like, horror time? Really like Blair Witch Project. Um, I really like. Project. I really like The Ring. Um, I really like. Uh, it's probably one of them, to be fair. Uh, no, sorry, it's probably The Conjuring. <laughs> I think The Conjuring is phenomenal. Oh. The first um, one. The, prize, the, yeah, more the, modern, one. the more modern picks. I'm surprised at the more modern picks there, MJ. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely someone that would be like loving this late 70s horror, something like that. Um, I like Halloween. I like. I think The Exorcist is very scary. Um, oh. I. I you say that like I'm I'm a, I'm a big fan of The Exorcist, but I um I watched it for the first time about three or four years ago. Not the first time, sorry. I, the last time I watched it was about three or four years ago, and I think it was I think it might have been Laura's first time watching it, and I hadn't really noticed how talky talky it is. Like it is very much not not in a it's a exposit- good film. Oh yeah yeah, no, I'm, I'm not dissing it. But if you're going in expecting say a full horror, I think it's quite a tough film to sell because yeah. yes there is plenty of creepy stuff in there but there's a lot of downtime there's a lot of like slow moving nothing yeah. nothing happening per se um so i think it becomes a bit of a, a hard sell from from a horror point of view if you if you want something that's going to be out and out scary yeah um but, well, but I, ex- yeah i think that's horror, horror in itself is very subjective too i think that's a big frustrating yeah. part with yeah. modern horror is more like a that's, scare a minute it's worth it but your that's body the thing. physically doesn't care about scares after about 11 minutes you know what i mean that's the thing like you you, you said there about um halloween being your one and um i just oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I, I, I i that is a film i watched for the first time about five years ago and i'll be honest it just doesn't jive with me i just do not think it but the oh. problem is is, is my, my i'm i'm so quote-unquote desensitized by modern horrors that to watch something like that for the first time now i just find it a bit boring a bit nothingy there's just nothing particularly now i understand at the time i can i can sit there logically and go i understand at the time that it was it was it was groundbreaking and 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 appreciate all of that but for me personally sitting down to watch it for the first time and going all right fair enough i've seen i've seen the trouble is i've seen this this whole uh, lurching bad guy who's just going to catch up with you regardless of what you do and kill you and all your friends. Like I've seen it in other films already. It's it's, it's not anything new to me, and I'm too old at this point yeah. to, to to really appreciate anything. But in your in your current age, Nate, you wouldn't notice like how effective a score would be there or good cinematography and maybe characters you actually don't want to see die. Because a lot of modern movies just put a bunch of assholes together. But I so think the kills would be the cool part. But the kills are not what horror is about. It's about trying to hope that the person that's going to get killed doesn't. And it but seems I think, like that's a forgotten art in these new films. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I think there's a difference between me being able to respect it for what it it did and what it does, and me being able to enjoy it. And I can sit there and I can I can understand that and respect all of that. But ultimately, if I'm not enjoying it, if it's not giving me you know, if, if if I'm not going to get the the same level of enjoyment out of that, 
then then it's it's not it's not for me and and, and maybe i've i've come into it too late um i do th- i do think that some films need a little bit of context sometimes and, and I, I think just if i'd seen it as a younger man when i was watching freddy for example i, I you know I've, I've i've grown up on nightmare on elm street that's been my horror franchise um and and as crappy as they a lot of them are i'd still much rather put on the worst the worst nightmare on elm street than the than the, the best halloween so it's and just comedic hearing you bring up it's comedic hearing you bring up like there's a lot of talky talky in between for a man that loves a good portion of the paranormal activity french <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that's schlocky do you know what i mean like i i enjoy i, I enjoy paranormal but it's, it's 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 almost the opposite of Halloween because I can respect Halloween and not enjoy it, whereas I don't respect Paranormal, but I do enjoy it. Like Paranormal, Paranormal is, is, as a franchise is 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 objectively bad, really. Um, but fair dues then, fair dues. I'll give you that then. But it's it's I can I can I can enjoy it anyway. Uh, before I we just move, want to say that. Go on. Before we move off movies, at the start, Nate, right at the beginning of this podcast, you dropped a They Live reference. I've never watched They Live. No, neither have I. Actually. Should I watch They Live? Has anyone yes. seen They Live? Don't think so. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I absolutely recommend it. I wouldn't say it's horror, but it's awesome. Scott it Rowley wrote Piper, great, doesn't it? So. It's a great concept. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just got and it's Keith David, it, it's John Carpenter. It, it's yeah. it's got so many pieces of genius there that it's just fun to watch the movie play out. Mm. And there's some great stuff. And there's the, one of the best lines in movies is I came here to kick ass and chew bubblegum and I'm all out of go bubblegum. Yeah. Like oh, that's what's that from? Wow, nothing yeah. is better than that in a movie. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's from is They Live. Yeah. You thought it was from IT crowd, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I would imagine, I don't, I've never seen They Live, but I know enough about it. I would imagine it's fairly relevant as well. Um, oh, sort yeah. of about consumerism and, and, and sort of subject like all the, the subliminal messages and things like that. So I, I suspect it would probably, yeah. it'd yeah. probably be quite, quite an interesting watch in, in, in today's world. I might watch that this weekend then. Fair. Fair. Lovely. Yeah. Right, it's, it's, it's a fun watch. It's definitely a fun watch. Yeah, it's, it's it's one. It's never it's never ever been close to being a film that I'd watch, but for no reason. It's not like I'm like, oh, that'll be shit. It's just it's just what not one I've ever really big big thought ho- about. Big Hogan fan, aren't you? That's what it is. You can't bring yourself to watch a Piper film. Uh, yeah, that's that's the one. I I like Hulk Hogan. That's why every Halloween I put on Suburban Command. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, oh, what's it? No holds barred. With no holds barred, yeah. Give him the rip. <laughs> uh, yeah. There we go. Um, MJ, sock med. Sock med. It's not for questions that you posted. On all the platforms that you utilize. To provoke our replies. Although increasingly our posts in the phones of statements that require no response. As opposed to the questions we requested in our initial post on the aforementioned Sockman. Sockman, so social media. So we're trying out a brand new segment this episode. Um, and we're not, this might be the penultimate one actually. We're not sure how well it's going to go, but we will see. 
So we ask you what I should draw because I have this thing where I draw things. Um, and this time, Canny UK sixty nine colours has suggested what? I draw an orange chocolate. Wow. So I have drawn, and because there's so many chocolate orange things at the moment, I have drawn uh, an orange chocolate, and um, it's crying because it's crying at its pathetic orange-flavoured life because it's so boring and so dull and it lacks so much creativity. What's that yellow thing on the paper with it? There is The, the rest of the paper is just blank. There's nothing else there. <laughs> All right. Good. Yeah. <laughs> That is where I plan to draw the one from episode seventy-three, but that's that it's just blank paper at the moment. Oh, okay. that's weird. Um, so I don't know. It's weird that you would guess the color as well. Yeah. Um, anyway, the rest of the comments on our social media. Shelby. Shelbers. Shelby. How are you, man? If you were an inanimate Halloween-themed object, what would you be? I think I'd be an empty Skittles packet. Because I'm cheerful on the outside, but I'm empty on the inside. Oh, mate. That's quite sad, really. Oh, Shelby. 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 Inbox me, hun. I think um, I'd just be pumpkin pulp because I'm seedy. Yeah. I'd be... <laughs> thought that would go down better in you the You got room. anything for it, Stuart? Uh, I'd, I'd be a be... devil musk because I'm horny. Horny. <laughs> Uh, I made a rubber. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. What uh, an inanimate object! I'd be, uh, you know, you can buy those special tools for kids to carve pumpkins. Yeah. Um, where it's like, but it's essentially it doesn't really work because it's not doesn't sharp work. enough because it's safe for kids. So essentially, I'm I'm one of those nice idea, but ultimately useless. <laughs> <laughs> No, you were just going to say. Mine's kind of serious. I think. We're doing that thing where we keep. You're still doing it, Warren. Speak. Sorry, no, it's totally fine. I I think I'd be like a like a lantern, I guess, and I would say like imagine like Han Solo and like carbonite, but it's like me. It's like a picture of like a story I'm telling, and that's the lantern on the thing, and then you would light it, and then that would, it would like tell my story, I guess. I feel like that'd be kind of dope. Wow. Mm. I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd be a bucket that um, a kid takes out trick-or-treating because I'm consuming far more candy than I should. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Ben loves cheese. Jesus. <laughs> uh, shout, shout out okay. to Ben loves yeah, cheese. Yeah, who, yeah Beners, lovers. Uh, shout out to Ben, who uh, over the last six months has been, I think, listened to the, not his first ever, but he's basically done the whole back catalogue of Frank Unwrapped um, uh, podcasts for the first time. And this, I think this episode will be the first one he actually listens to, quote unquote, live. It'll be the first one that he listens to actually the time it's released. So, Ben, I mean, thank you. You have missed out quite an important detail there. He loves cheese. No, he he's like he's doing it off his own back. He's not like a university experiment or anything. Is like he's chosen to do this. Yeah, it's Halloween, so it's it's actually like a, a terrible thing. It's a scary thing that's happened to. Um, but no, thank thank you very much, Ben, for um, catching up and helping us boost our stats. 
What's the best five songs in general? As there isn't many Halloween songs to carve a pumpkin to. <laughs> uh, I put a spell on you in Ghostbusters. The Dweezil Van Zephyr versions, though. Correct. Perfect. The perfect versions, yeah. Uh, Thriller. Yeah. Thriller's excellent, it's isn't the... it? As long as you can put up with the ancillary sung. stuff. Yeah, shame who it's sung by. Yeah. Um, but he's saying, what's the That's best five where, songs um, in general? Yeah. Oh, I would well. say well, that's where Nightmare Before Christmas comes in for me. Yeah. Stuart was talking about like that's a watch. We don't really watch it as much anymore. We might leave it on while we're doing stuff because yeah. okay. we know all the lyrics and yeah. we know everything. So, I definitely like Halloween Town, Kidnap the Sandy Claws. Like we like those are ones we go to all the time. I would say I don't know if it's a song really, but if you search like YouTube, they call it the Ghoul Log. And you can basically, instead of watching a Yule log burn on the TV, it's a jack-o'-lantern. And they add like little spooky stuff and it just runs for hours. And you can watch that while you do stuff. So we, wow. we put on the gulag a lot when people are over. Nice. Nice. Uh, Monster Mash with its 34 um, occurrences of mash. <laughs> I do oh, like nice. that. And Stuart, Stuart should also be into uh, Spooky Scary Skeleton. Correct. That's, that's just... That's a dope. That's just such a great song that just happens to be horror adjacent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found I found out that the guy who did the guy who did spooky scary skeletons. What else did he do? Um, he he did another. He he was a pop star in like the 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 eighties, and and spooky scary skeletons was on his on like his Halloween kids album that he did in the nineties. But previously he'd done um, serious serious pop music. Can't remember the guy's name. Andrew Gold is the guy's name. There we go. Who? Uh, Andrew Gold. Andrew Gold, who's big hit. Oh, that was it. Thank you for being a friend. That's the one. <laughs> yeah, that's the mind one. blowing. The the Golden Girls guy is the spooky, scary skeletons guy. What? Um, How awesome is that? Yeah. Are are the are the Nightmare Before Christmas songs the last good Halloween songs? Has there been anything um, since then? Uh, Little Mix Black Magic <laughs> is um, Backstreet is Backstreet's back a Halloween song? Does it count? No, no, <laughs> doesn't count. Rock I would, I would argue, body. I would argue, yeah, nothing, nothing really comes close to me in that, and it's just that's another piece of it. Like I said, we were talking about food, like yeah. stuff that just doesn't seem to spell out heart, like. Horror, horror can be like Halloween can be something that can be celebrated, and it just seems to be sort of left to the side sometimes. And yeah, like I think that's why, like people, I guess used to like pick on people that like Nightmare Before Christmas, but nothing's like it. So even if you don't like it, you're still gonna hum the tunes. Yeah. You're still gonna have it in the back of your head. I, I can't go a week without doing bum 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 bum, bum and it's that's gonna stick with me for life. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I just love. I think you're right, Domain. I, I, it's been, what, 25 years now, I think. Uh, I don't think anything's come close to no. even in capture a, a time of year and a holiday. And what makes Nightmare Before Christmas so special is it's good till Christmas. You can watch that all the way through the mm. end of the year, and it's still relevant. Yeah. yeah. I, I, that, that's just remind me, just going back a step to the movies thing. Um, for, for Theo, has he tried anything like Coraline or Box Trolls? I mean, yeah. they're, not, they're not they're not specifically horror, but yeah, we watch box trolls. We went to the cinema bride. to watch box trolls. Box trolls is great, really, really cool aesthetic. We watched the Corpse Bride the other day. 
good, good film. Not not as good as Nightmare Before Christmas, but a good film. No. I think you've probably seen Coraline. We've watched all of those. You know, the the first uh, the first couple of Hotel Transylvania films are pretty good. You know, the first one's really really quite funny. That franchise mm-hmm. goes off yeah. the boil a little bit, but de- but decent movies. There's some yeah. some nice movies. Box Trolls is a really um, good one, though. You watch like Par- Paranorman or yeah. Frankenweenie. You watch uh, yeah. either of those. Yeah, they're we, really good too. Yeah, we've watched all those. Good, 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 good movies. Huh. Okay. Um, ben loves cheese. Has got another comment here. Benners. Something weird, spooky, and foodie that I'd love MJ to draw would be that drawing of Harry Styles, but his face is a pumpkin, his hair is purple spaghetti, his eyes are green pancakes with holes in the middle, his mouth is one of those cherry lips from a pick and mix, and his nose is a blue chicken nugget. He is wearing a witch's hat and a Man United football shirt. Um, You could probably understand why I chose to do a chocolate orange. (laughs) It's good that, yeah. Maddie Madworld. Some lovely, reference, some lovely references in there. Hold on. Um, Mad. Boo. Thank you. Uh, Shelby has replied. Shelby's. Since it's Halloween on a Saturday this year, I'd like MJ to dress up as a witch and choose one of his channels to be sacrificed. <laughs> he can draw the scene if he wants to. Uh, what one would you? What, what would you? What would you offer up to the gods of YouTube to um, help you become famous? There's only one in there. Colours? Rest in peace, colours, yeah. (laughs) See see you later, colours. Not big bugger dicks? No, no, no. Is that ever going to... Maybe. I I can't rule it out. Okay. I mean, I uploaded a video uh, to Michael Jameson. Lay Fruits? Lay Fruits. Oh, good reference. Oh, brilliant reference. Wow. Um, upload a video to Michael Jameson Gaming for the first time in like four years this week. Was that a test? Uh, it was actually, it was literally only because, um, it was, uh, no, it was only because I couldn't send the the video through WhatsApp. It was being a bit weird. So I had to upload it to YouTube. All right. Uh, Let's limit the, let's limit the choices. You have to, you have to sacrifice Fruck Brick Burst. Um, MJC. Theme, MJC or theme park? Oh, none then. I'll take myself. No, you have to. You have to. You have to kill one of them. It's a real. It's a real Sophie's choice. You have to kill one of those channels, and the others, and the other remaining channels all increase by seventy percent um, subscribership. Oh, fuck then. <laughs> You'd kill fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course, because the byproduct of that is his podcast goes. Um, <laughs> wow. No, of course not. I could. I honestly wouldn't choose any of them. I'd, I'd honestly take myself, and it makes me very sad thinking about that. So Shelby, so you, so you, you take all. So so you take all of them then, because if you die, then they all. Well, yeah, <laughs> but at least I don't have to live in a world that doesn't have them. So. <laughs> So, uh, Whereas we have to live in a world that does has them and me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, bonglangs. Bongers. Bongers. Can't wait to come back on the podcast. Maybe we call and call it cider. Okay. <laughs> bonglangs. Bongers. Jason. Bongers. 
I was going <laughs> triple treating and Christmas caroling till I was like 13. Got to make this money in candy, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, bongers. You're so yeah, bad. So good. See this latest unboxing? Got another American Snacks unboxing on there. Obviously, I didn't see that. Big up. Big up. Uh, Finn Rogers. Finnis. Rogers. Spooky Dookie. Yeah. It just said spooky dookie. Yeah. yeah. Spooky dookie. Nice. Yeah. The of, course, of course, dookie means um, uh, poo in yeah. uh, in America, yeah. I believe. <laughs> yeah, so. That's some scary shit right there. Yeah. Hey. Oh, yeah. Uh, commenter, sorry, the listener, formerly known as X underscore Amelia underscore Hills underscore X. XXs. Which is going to be weird when people listen to episode 73 and you explain why she's lost the X's. <laughs> After this. <laughs> Where's the X's gone then? <laughs> She's the removed the X's. I'm probably just going to call her Amelia for now. Amelia's. Nice. Hilsa. I love Halloween for the sole reason I can wear my usual clothes without constantly getting asked, are you a goth? Are you an emo? <laughs> nice. Uh, are you? Is she? Um, I feel that. Yeah. Well, can't it be both? The two are not mutually exclusive. Exactly. Liam T one eight zero. Just call him Liam. Just call him Liam. Yeah, laminate. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> When's the last time you got? Oh, we've we've done that. Uh, orange chocolate episode, please. Fucking hell! I think we might have to put that on. Put that on the list, shouldn't we? Yeah. That's all I got. That's all I got. Good, 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 sock mad. Good sock yeah, mad. Strong, strong turnout today, wasn't it? Yeah. Um. Right. Uh. This is your. Oh, he's preempted me because I wasn't sure if I actually put it in the schedule or not. Um. You have been on before, but this is like I said. You're getting the full first time treatment, which means a proper go at sweet or savoury, not this namby pamby weak rubbish. Oh, we're gonna just put a load of people together and collectively do it. Um. Are you ready for sweeter and all savoury? It's time to play a game. Let's play a game. It's called sweeter or savoury. We'll put the name of a food stuff out of a hat. You tell us what you think about that. Will the next food stuff be sweeter or savoury? Will it be sugary or covered in salt? It's just no way to know. But you must be I can't wait. I can't wait to lose on the first go. I'm like, wow. it. I'm gonna get mushrooms right out the gate. <laughs> <laughs> what did what did finish you off last time? Do you remember? Was it, it, mushrooms? Was, it was mushrooms. There was, was nothing. It? I couldn't have picked sweet or savory, and it, it still would have lost. <laughs> so. I just accept. I just accept it. <laughs> just, just imagine um, that um, Joe Biden is sweet, um, Trump is savourier, and mushrooms are the American voting public. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, the first. Oh, no way. No, no way. Is it mushrooms? Oh my god! <laughs> Complete... Oh my god! <laughs> Completely at random. Just so shook. here's the problem. This is. This is 50-50 now. I could pick no, anything. and it, I, much, I don't know if I ever have a better... Well, because no, mushrooms, anything's going to be sweeter or savory yeah, than a mushroom. It's Mushrooms, mushrooms is I mean. almost the best one to start with. 
start with, right? So you're right. So I get a free pass, pretty much. Well, unless you say no. unless you say one. sweeter and it's a uh, marmite, bacon. Yeah, bacon or something. Yeah, but it's yeah. Pre- it's it's right marmite. in the middle, isn't it? I think so I'm gonna go savoury. Savourier than a mushroom. We have. Got... I reckon it. Right. <laughs> Tiramisu. <laughs> Well, there we go. And that, that is was, game uh, over. How two. Well, uh, two million ghosts, guys. Two million <laughs> ghosts. So, wow. I said you'd get the full experience. Yeah, and that's, that a is... proper, that's a proper full experience, exactly. Yeah. Now I feel like I've gotten the true experience. You, you feel like you legitimately lost at Sweet or Savior yeah. rather than Correct. lost, yes, lost yes. it collectively with a load of other people. <laughs> this... <laughs> <laughs> this loss was all yours. You can own this loss all on your own, Warren Minnick. Um, you're listening to Frock Unwrapped, the Food Review UK podcast. Review it on iTunes if you dare. Exactly. Uh, we probably don't have any new Patreons. I'm just going to ignore that and just say, please, please give us your money on Patreon.com forward slash food uk where you can get some excellent content like the recently soon to be uploaded episode of tv dinners where we discuss what was it uh oh, chef australia correct that's up that's up now oh is it cracking um and soon to be released uh episode of taco taco chronicles burritos burros burros wow what burros. a great episode that is which, oh yeah, wow. as good as the other ones, I'd say. I I didn't say this on the on the episode, but I think that might be the best thing we've watched on TV dinners for me. Oh God, chef chef show's not getting beaten. No, Cantaro. Cantaro is great. Cantaro was a very good show, Nathan. I think you. Oh. Yes, it is. Yeah. No, don't believe in you. Um. <laughs> yeah so please do please do if you are if you do have some spare pennies then uh, and the good news is patreon now allows you to donate in sterling rather wow. than being being forced to donate in dollars um I, i'm just joking though oh, i'm wow. just joking there. that's great no no it's actually, <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't happen because i think yeah it doesn't do, doesn't let you do that uh, michael do we get less if they're um, doing it actually would get more, but it's um it's a bit of an admin nightmare because oh um, you basically sort of it looks like you have to like cancel everyone and then they oh. get reset up. And also, I don't I'm not comfortable with the idea that it would basically go up for them without even asking them. So oh, yeah. I'm just going to leave it. I think. But I'm just I love what I'm saying. I'm talking about new people. <laughs> what I love is that we're both whispering that we're doing so right next to the mics is probably louder. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, if they, if they do it in sterling, then it's a bit easier for us to know that we, we've got to find a mount. But in, 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 why in are you bringing, what's the, why are you bringing that? No, it's no, either pounds no, or dollars. Yeah, pounds. If they do it in pounds sterling, um, at least we know what we're getting. Whereas with the dollars, it's, it's, it's sort of, um, you know, you never the know. exchange, the exchange rate could really, get, what, you know, what about if? Well, that's it, what does, well, it's like a foreign something. currency, isn't it? So the currency. The I just, yeah, Charles, I was just Charles, <laughs> How could you work? Going to notice that, but um, yeah, yeah. So, so would you? So would you? Would you, it's, would you just, it's just dollars. It's just dollars. It's just dollars. Yeah, it's going to be cute, cute as that. Okay, okay. So please, uh, right, yeah, so, yeah. um, 
Food Review UK oh. on Patreon.com. Uh, dollars, preferably. Uh, no, no choice. It is just dollars. <laughs> no, but preferably give it, give us the money. Uh, and that's what I've got, Warren. Warren, thank you yes. very much for joining us. Um, this is the end of the show. Do you have anything that you'd like to plug or say? Uh, so I'll say I am part of the band Spooky Forest. Uh, we have an album out on Spotify. We are working on new music. I promise you that. It should be coming out shortly once we get our logistics figured out with this whole pandemic. I, I'm also part of Metal Gear Mondays. Um, I very much appreciate that. If anybody wants to chime over again, we do stuff that isn't just Metal Gear, but I totally understand. Um, and if it's okay with you, Nate, I will uh, I'll give my little what should be coming out early next year as far as like a little pet project of mine you go for it so it should be releasing quarter one of next year is the goal we're in pre-production now it is video game bedtime stories so wow. we we will be working on focusing on the science of bedtime stories so proper length uh proper like tones things like that using the proper music that makes it beneficial at least the most beneficial uh, wow. We're trying to round up a couple of voice actors and some writers to make it so that it is on Audible as well as visual and hopefully maybe print eventually when the time comes. But for now, episode zero is probably coming out like sort of a what to expect moving forward. Probably probably next month. I'm working on it now. And uh, we've gotten a few handshakes, things in that to get the ball rolling. Um, but it should be quarter one of next year. Uh, video game bedtime stories. That will be a thing. Wow, can, amazing. Are, are, are we allowed to ask it? Do you want to leave it at that, or can I ask any questions about it and get a bit of sort of a couple of detailed questions that I've got? You can if you'd like. I mean, like I said, it's still pre production, so I yeah. don't want to make any promises. I can't. No, no, no. But sure, ask away. All, all I was going to say is when you say video game bedtime stories, so is that sort of taking established characters and, and, and fitting them into that world, or is this sort of a, a, a completely original thing? The intent is to start with established stories and games. Essentially, try to think of it as our way of gamers that became parents yeah. that don't have time to play games. Yeah. Um, wow. But the intent is, if we get the ball rolling and it feels more comfortable, the hope is to eventually make it completely uh, new and original creations in addition or on our own. Whatever yeah. you know, whatever sparks the most fancy. Uh, nice. I'm, I'm all for anything being an option moving forward. So. Man, that's pretty cool. That's 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 a really cool little idea. I look yeah. forward to that drop in, and obviously we'll, um, as and when that that you know, drops. Um, you know, I, I know we're in constant contact anyway, Warren. But obviously, please do um, feel free to, sure. to if I, if I, if I don't if I don't share it naturally, which I'm sure I will. Please do push me to to share it because we're we're all about helping our friends and helping people that are good creators uh, and you're you're definitely one of those people that we would want to help out so we'll share it wherever wherever we can and um yeah hopefully get you some some uh, views and whatnot this side of the pond yeah well thanks guys yeah I, I absolutely appreciate it and again i'll any chance i can when the time comes for mj and Stuart, uh if we find a game or something that crosses your fancy over at metal gear mondays we'll talk okay nice, nice. love it cool thank you Thank you for joining us, and thank you for uh, yeah. Fin finally, finally got you on. It's it's been a while. Um, wanted to get you on this uh, this podcast a long time ago, but it's just been uh, yeah. It's just, just scheduling guests is is 
quite tough. It's quite a tough thing to try and fit in everyone that you want to get on as well as everyone that you think is good guests for the podcast and all that sort of stuff. So it's, it, I would have liked to have got you on sooner, but unfortunately, unfortunately it wasn't to be, but this was a good one for you to come on. Cause I know that you've, you, you've got, um, horror leanings, shall we say? Um, so yeah. I knew it was, oh, yeah. it was something that you'd be able to talk your way through. Thank you to the listeners for sticking with us for over three years. And thank you to, um, MJ and Stuart for sticking with me for over, three years what is this like a third year anniversary no oh it's weird thing to say it's factual isn't it it's been like three and a half years though it's almost it's almost weird to bring up the fact yeah when we're... it's it was, Selling July, it, it was july it, it, it was late july so it's like it's not even half it's like three and a quarter was it not june no july i think i believe i believe our first ever episode might have been the fourth of july weirdly Good time it was to be very... born. Ooh. I don't know about you, Stuart, but I actually just thought it was selling a short a little bit, which I found a little bit sort of. I don't want to say offensive because that sounds a bit Karen-y, but yeah. I don't know. Short. Quite, quite abrasive at the very least. Yeah. So, was selling you short how? Just like that, we've not been doing it as long as we have in reality. Over three years. I mean, I'm yeah, factually just... correct. Like I say, I like I say, I don't think yeah, it's yeah. offensive. I just think you shouldn't have said it, and it could upset people. So. 72 episodes going strong. That's yeah, but what you go. also what you've done there is you've 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 Again, ignored you forgotten you've ignored things like secret years. menus and appetizers, yeah. haven't you? So, so and quite a lot of those are ones where um like the appetizers particularly are ones where maybe I hosted them or yeah, so it's that, completely all, the, just... all the all the New Year's Eve songs you've completely yeah. ignored you them ignored in your 72, them, haven't yeah. you? So you've yeah. insulted you've insulted me <laughs> and you've insulted Warren. Yeah, and you've insulted yeah. Michael because the put appetite... a lot of time into making a random rap. Exactly. <laughs> you ju- I'm just saying, Nate. Right? I know you didn't mean to do it. I'm just saying sometimes you need to think a little bit more carefully about the words that you use because words, yeah. words, words are like weapons. In the words of share, not my <laughs> words, not my words, Michael. The words of share. Words um... are like weapons; they wound sometimes. <laughs> Do, do, do. I didn't really mean to hurt you. This is especially for bongers. This I didn't want to see you go. I know I made you cry, but Nathan, if you could turn back time, do 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 do. If I could find a way, I'd take back all the words that have hurt you, and you'd stay keychain. If I could reach the stars, I give it all to. You and you love me, love me like you used to do. do, do. If I could turn back to okay, we get it, we, we get it. You know the words, oh, to turn baby. Back. Do you believe in life after love? What's the best shared album? We fall so far. Share album, the, yeah. they're, they're all so good. Greatest hits, probably. Yeah, probably. yeah. <laughs> I guess I, I, I kind of like them all, you know. <laughs> Yeah. The only oh. problem is I want to keep them to myself. Yeah, of course you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I um, I Goodbye. went. Goodbye. I went to. Uh, Goodbye. I, went, I went to a car boot sale the other day, and I bought yeah. all of. They had all of uh, records, but she used to. I bought them all on vinyl. All the. Uh, she used to sing with her, her husband, her ex-husband. He was called Sonny Bono. What was um, what was her name? Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> I can't participate because I don't know the name. <laughs> what was the name? Sure. So, no, I'm going to keep them off myself, Nick. <laughs> I was just share. Yeah. Is that a surname? It's <laughs> just like calling her Smithy. <laughs> no, she's called. I don't know what she's called. Her ex-husband was called Sonny Bono, though, which is a great name. That's yeah, yeah. um, and she's just right. share. That's right, just yeah. share. Just share. Yeah. Like share, like share, Lloyd, but without the Lloyd. Yeah, I like twenty six. Twenty six studio albums she's released. Wow, twenty six. Yeah, all good. Yeah, all good. Yeah. Yeah. You believe in life after twenty five? Yeah. yeah. Well, you'd she... get to twenty, and you'd be like. Oh, She's not. She's not. She's not using COVID as an excuse for not releasing new music, is she, Warren? You know what? She's not. <laughs> Shares fired. That's good. I think. I think we can. We can. We can end this right. <laughs> <laughs> we should have ended about fifteen minutes ago. I reckon. Uh, We're yeah. just dragging it out now. She, it's she, unnecessary. She's got a son called Chaz. Chaz Bono, yeah. Uh, she hasn't got a son called Dave, though. She hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Bono and days. <laughs> oh. oh, this is one of those ones where we. I've said I've said goodbye. I mean, what, anything that happens oh, okay. now is all. Also... Yeah, but, but um, happy Halloween, everyone. Have I uh, hope you don't get eaten by uh, a ghost or ghost. Ghost. I'd like to leave everyone with a question. Very simply, with a question. So. To an either or question, trick or treat, you decide. Treat. <laughs> Halloween, everyone. <laughs> treat, yeah, treat, please, yeah. Well, yeah. Bye. <laughs>